What the happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. Network Sports a Byline across America. The American Forces uh, Network. Uh, many, many platforms. We appreciate the uh, television affiliates. We appreciate all of you doing in uh, this morning. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Joel Ranieri throwing it down with us in Florida. We've got a stacked uh, show uh, today. Uh, pitchers and catchers have reported. Manny Machado's uh, set to report to the bank uh, to bring uh, big uh, money, El Chapo style. Uh, rolling in. Um, so uh, pitchers and catchers have reported they're playing the first game tomorrow, actually. So if you're a degenerate uh, gambler like uh, Tim Donahue, and a great story on ESPN about Tim Donahue that we got to jump into. Uh, but uh, baseball is here, people. So uh, Jay Jaffe is going to join us. Fangraphs, uh, Jay Jaffe. Uh, Jay Jaffe's also like a Hall of Fame uh, sort of uh, curator and uh, expert. So we'll throw some names. Uh, Jay Jaffe, we'll talk baseball with Jay Jaffe. Bobby Valentine on the radar. Um, like He might pick up. He might not uh, pick up, but he's supposed to uh, join us. And uh, we did put out the word that we want to talk about his restaurant, so that might help. Um, and, of course, we've got Duke in North Carolina uh, tonight. Uh, Chris Patola will join us. ESPN, Series XM, college basketball analyst. Also happens to be Coach K's son-in-law. So we'll have to uh, be careful what we say about Duke. And I guess by chance, I am wearing... Tar Heel Blue right now, but it really wasn't uh, by design. But for the record, when it, you know, like even if you're not a fan of teams, when you have like massive rivalries, you'll always sort of pull for one team. Like I'm not a Yankee fan, but when the Yankees uh, play uh, the Red Sox, you know, I'm pulling for the Yankees more than I am the Red Sox. And tonight I'll be pulling more for the Tar Heels, Joe, than I will be Duke. What's up, Joe? How are we doing, Gabe? I was just going to say, I usually always pull for the team that is getting uh, double-digit numbers like North Carolina tonight, who opened up as uh, as a 10-point underdog. It's moved to nine, but I'm all over North Carolina, too, just for different reasons. All right, so yeah, we'll hit that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't bet on uh, kids. Uh, it's that's I can't bet on college. That'd be uh, immoral. Religious. Yeah, that, that'd be immoral. Horse racing only. <laughs> <laughs> the morning after has begun. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network I'm Gabriel Moretzi we appreciate you joining us this morning alongside Joe Ranieri well, actually, he's in Florida. We're in New York. Uh, but, yeah, he's kind of alongside. There there he is right there. What's up, Joe? What's going on, Gabe? Going to be a good, good Wednesday, man. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's uh, We'll nail some winners. And as you mentioned earlier, um, as far as uh, North Carolina getting points, North Carolina have been very profitable uh, when getting points uh, this year uh, as well. They've been a very, very good uh, road team. They've done very well too. Uh, this is um, this is pretty impressive. 15 and six against the spread. Their last 21 trips uh, inside mm. of uh, Cameron. Six and seven uh, straight up. Their last 13 road games against the Duke Blue Devils uh, as well. North Carolina has also covered uh, in e- each of its last six road games. Eight and one on the road in the year. Un- un- I don't think they've lost in conference play. But as far as the ticket price is concerned, it's pretty insane and. The thing is, like, it's a great rivalry. It's a fun game. It seems to have this this rivalry has more sort of um, panache when it's at Duke than it is at North Carolina. You just sort of picture this rivalry at Cameron. But to me, man, it's freaking insane to pay $3,000 for this game. They play again. Like, when do they play? Next week or in 10 days? And then they're going to play again in the stupid conference tournament. Right. Like it's sort of anticlimactic to me a little bit like it's a little bit over the top. Uh, don't you think thirty one hundred dollars? You listen, it's it's 
the winter time, you've got two storied rivalries. You got a rivalry here that since the seventies has been separated by one win and three points. And that entire stadium paying three thousand dollars. It ain't the eighteen year old looking to uh looking to major in biology. No, the students it's, get tickets uh, for free. People don't realize. Yeah, the yeah. students the student section's it, actually free. Those are the people some rich that wait ass out. Alumni is what it is. Yeah, That's yeah. Some rich ass alumni. Yeah, rich, rich alumni, and you know, I guess you know, yeah, rich, rich alumni of, of both schools, specifically yeah. Duke. But yeah, I, you know, I, I don't. It's a big game. I get it, but I've never, you know, I wouldn't pay that much. You know, if What's you ask, the most you've paid, Gabe. If you ask me how much I would pay for tonight, they said, all right, how much? You know, you can go to the game tonight. We got good tickets for you. How much will you pay? I'd go up to like two hundred bucks. All right. Like I wouldn't be three the, digits. The most I ever paid for for tickets was the NBA All Star Game. It was like six hundred and fifty bucks or so, and um, that's the most I ever paid uh, for a ticket. Once I paid like three hundred, two fifty, I think, for for an MMA ticket for the UFC. It was like a great ticket for a George St. Pierre uh, fight in Montreal. I paid pretty big money. I brought my father. Uh, may he rest in peace. So it was a good memory, at least. I figured out ah, if I'm going to bring him, I'm not going to get crappy. I brought him to a box. I brought him to a Bernard Hopkins match once, and he thought since I was Ooh. in the media, it would have great seats. And we were literally like in the last row. <laughs> <laughs> like he nearly fell down the stairs twice. Like I slipped down. I would say it was a mess. He goes, you know, be honest, it would have been better off just watching on TV. <laughs> so. It's like, all right, going to the UFC, I better get better seats, man. I, I can't, I can't bring the old man into the last row again like that. No. But yeah, I paid 650 bucks no. for the NBA All Star Game. What's the most you've ever paid to get into an event? I was this close to shelling out 2,500 for the Masters, and uh, I didn't pull the trigger. It, it's one of, it's the one event I think of all of these sporting events. I just, I want to go experience what Augusta. I was going to take my old man myself. And uh, the tickets fell through last second, but I would have I would have plunked down the twenty five hundred for a couple of days at Augusta. The problem is you got to get a hotel in you know forty seven miles away because yeah uh, there's nothing in Augusta except that. And uh, but it's it's so what what would you get for that? Is that like a four day pass or like what what do you get no, for twenty five hundred bucks? Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it was Thursday. Wow. That was basically Thursday to be able is to get that yeah, much not, to get uh, into that thing. Oh, yeah, it's a Ford. It was like a little package, you know, be able to get the hotel, the tickets into yeah, the yeah. thing, and you got to get a car there. So it was about 2500 bucks. But, yeah, no, people are spending ten grand in a weekend there. No problem, Augusta. Well, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Our boy Cam Stewart actually was fortunate. He uh, he covered the Masters once before with Adnan Verk, ironically enough. Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, Adnan Verk. Um, we used to, I, you know, me, me good, and Cam. Good numbers guy, that admin. What's that? <laughs> He's a good numbers guy, isn't he, Advan? Yeah, well, uh, he's actually very good at a lot of things, but uh, I think he he's going to be like Colin Kaepernick. He's going to be good at making a lot of money <laughs> too from 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 his lawsuit yeah. uh, that he has uh, going on. Nice guy, actually. It's a weird weird story uh, that um, that that ESPN stuff. But yeah, listen, it's it's a lot of freaking money. There's going to be a lot of hype tonight, and it just sort of highlights though if you're a player, and it goes back to. Um, it goes back to the Fab Five and Chris Weber, in which he saw the jerseys being sold and he saw the hype and the money that was being made around uh, Michigan. You know, the kids aren't stupid. They're they're on all the sports this too. They know the tickets are going for three thousand dollars, and 
You know, it's a little different with the Duke kids. Most of them are going to the NBA. They've got, you know, they're going to be rich anyways. But it does highlight the fact of just how much money there is being thrown around college athletics to everyone except the kids. Yeah, especially in basketball. It's it's absurd when you have that kind of money being spent on a conference game, like you said, who they'll play in another 10 days and then they'll play in another eight days after that in the ACC tournament. And they'll and the prices that as the better this goes, if there's any drama here tonight, which there probably will be the next ticket going to be even more expensive now. Yeah, you figure I guess this is the Zion Williamson effect, actually, I would imagine where mm. people are looking at him sort of like a future Michael Jordan, where this is, this is you know, to be honest, this is the one time he's going to play against North Carolina at Duke. He ain't going to be there next year. At home. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I, I'm saying, yeah, yeah exactly. Cameron. So th- this is yep. it. And you can say the same thing about Barrett uh, as well, right, That uh, yeah. and, and Radish. So, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. And like you stated, listen, Duke kids are rich. They can afford it. Screw them. Go Heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the points, damn it. Give me those points. One of my favorite, uh, Billy Packer. Speaking of old and grumpy, man. I don't know, Sean, if uh, if you're there, Sean. Like, uh, as you can see, Sean's doing a great job with the guests. We're stacked uh, with some great guests once again today. Um, like, Billy Packer. I used to get him on come, com- um, come like, conference tournament time and, and March Madness. Like, I had him on sort of, like, right after the CBS days. And, man, he's, like, he's an angry dude. But one of my favorite, like, meltdowns that he had, because he started, like, he was, he started to melt down a lot. He was, like, grumpy on the air. He was, like, he would get into it off the air with people off and near the end. And my favorite uh, line ever from him was uh, (laughs) the Duke students. And don't forget, he played at Wake Forest, right? He won a championship Mm -hmm. in the 50s. He wasn't so. He played for Wake Forest. See, he, deep down inside, he didn't like Duke. And, like, he's trying to get to, like, the team. He's trying to get to the, the, the scores table and the, the, the announcers table there. There's all these kids and cheerleaders in his way. And he's like, get the hell out of my way. And he's sort of, he's, like, sifting through these kids. And the cheerleaders are there. And he's like, uh, ugliest cheerleaders in the ACC by far. <laughs> Ah, like there's just like, yeah, but everyone heard him. They're like, dude, like, you know, they're just, you know, they're just kind of students here. Like, really? It just showed his distinct. Yeah, he's like, ah, ugliest, they got the ugliest cheerleaders in the ACC, Duke. And uh, yeah, I've never been a fan of their, uh, of the old Cameron crazies, to be honest with you. Like, they're, they are one of the teams where I watch and I'm like, yeah, I hope they lose just so they, you know, these kids, these kids that are yelling and harassing people all night courtside uh, have a, a sad look on their face. I wish, Gabe, honestly, I wish that kind of animosity and hatred carried over into the NBA because that used to be what made the NBA really great was having, you know, everybody hate the Pistons or the Lakers hating the Celtics. And, you know, everybody's friends now, but in college hoops, you get this, you get $3,000 a seat because you got two fan bases who are rivals who really don't like each other, but we don't get that in the NBA anymore. No, you know, I will say this, and I, listen, I've been, I, I love the NBA, but I've been critical of the NBA in the past of teams sort of tapping out when there's big leads, road games, they've, on the they've road. gotten better at that. I don't think they've lost in conference. Mm-hmm. All right, so they've gotten better at that. And I think that the competition level 
Yeah, there's like a there's somewhat of a brotherhood in the NBA. It, a lot of them are Freds, but the competition level is pretty high, actually. I don't know if uh, oh, yeah. that's going over the air, guys. We can hear. Uh, I don't know if you hear that, Joe. We, I heard myself talking. I'm like, oh, holy crap, that's too much. Now I know what people are terrorized to when they listen to the show. But the competition level of the NBA is pretty damn good now. There are a lot of mini mm. rivalries and competitions. They're just not beating the crap out of each other like they used to. But look, you're a baseball guy. You played baseball. And Manny mm-hmm. Machado, we didn't get into this yet. So look at Manny Machado last year in the playoffs. In a hard slide, deliberately clipped somebody. And basically, you know, he was like Charles Manson. He rose, nearly mm-hmm. killed someone in an all-star game. So it's trickled down, don't you think, into baseball and all sports as well a bit? Absolutely. But there is some hypocrisy in baseball. I'm sure we'll cover that as we talk along more with it. So it's kind of selective uh, who you hate, who you don't, what you like, what you don't in baseball. All right. Uh, so uh, speaking of which, Jay Jaffe's going to join us. Bobby Valentine, Chris Pitolo, we're stacked. We're jammed. Bring it. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Morning After continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenzi alongside Joe Ranieri. We're looking at StubHub right now, looking at the ticket prices. So we should note, that's the cheapest ticket. The cheapest ticket is $2,888 right now. And uh, the most expensive uh, ticket is um, there are some pretty crazy ticket brokers slash uh, scalpers out here. One dude wants $5,479 to sit in Section 6, which I don't know if we can get the shots up uh, here. It looks like a pretty cool small little gym here. I've never been there uh, before. Yet I'm willing to, and it's funny too, because Duke at Syracuse, if you want to hold off, Duke and Syracuse is uh, $30 on Saturday. (laughs) Mm. At Syracuse. And, and Syracuse beat them. <laughs> yeah, at Syracuse. It's $30. So yeah. that's that's what it'll cost you to go to see that game. But I'm going to track this. Vivid had posted that one ticket earlier had sold for $10,652 on their site. One ticket sold for almost eleven. Yeah, I don't want to be crude or anything, but they have to include sex with like four like hot chicks Serious, like VIP suite, limo. I mean, you were talking about the master's package. I want quite a package. Like, I want like I, I want quite the package, actually, for that type of money for this game. Sounds like a Friday here in Miami with me, Gabe. When you coming? Yeah, yeah, like it would have to be exactly. It would, it would have to be, like I said, like so vivid, one of the bigger uh, adult companies, at least they were, um, I know. You know, they used to have like a big empire. I don't know if they're still on top anymore, but um Pardon the pun, <laughs> but so yeah. I guess the vivid seats as well. Like I said, you better be including some of the vivid like uh, contract girls uh, in here for yeah. this type of price. It's insane, uh, but I'm willing to bet, and I'm gonna I'm gonna track this throughout the day. This stuff is sort of like baseball cards and basketball cards. You can put a price up on StubHub, it doesn't mean people are gonna pay for it, right? And I, I'm willing to bet too. It comes down throughout the day. I don't think there's people hand over fist that are like, oh, I got to pay $6,000 to get into this game. So right now, the cheapest ticket is $2,888, and the most expensive one is nearly $6,000, $5,800 or so. Uh, we'll check back in uh, by the end of the show. It'll be a couple hours. We'll see if it's dipped a little bit, but you know, later on, we'll be on the radio again at 4 o'clock, and I bet you that it does go down in a pretty massive way. Now, I'm going to, to Toronto on Friday, Joe. For uh, yes. for DeMar DeRozan, uh, San Antonio Spurs playing the Toronto Raptors. DeMar DeRozan's first uh, game back uh, in Toronto. I haven't been back in a little while. Uh, it's going to be a, a great time. Now, I don't have my tickets yet either, and it's the same type of thing but on a smaller scale. The cheapest ticket to get in is $150 on Friday night. Yet on Sunday, the Raptors play like the Orlando Magic, and the cheapest ticket's like 58 bucks, right? So it's like mm. three, four times the price to get in because DeMar DeRozan's coming back. But Toronto's a pretty rich city, and Raptor tickets are generally pretty expensive anyways. What's the mood around him in that city? I know he didn't want to leave. He, he's done great things for that city while he was there. Is this is this going to be a, a big welcome home kind of uh, atmosphere going on there in the city? Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be a big love fest. Like, uh, look, I'm even going back uh, for that. He was really upset he got traded. You know, a lot, over the years, if you look at the history of the Toronto Raptors, everyone's split, right? 
you know, Vince Carter was a big star, and he he split, and there was a ton of resentment. Like people like really disliked Vince Carter for a long time. Mm. It's sort of come around now. You know, with time heals all wounds, and you know, Vince is Vince is pretty beloved in, in Toronto right now. It was his last game actually in Toronto, and tickets were going for like four hundred bucks and stuff. Man, it was crazy um, this mm. year when he when he went with the Atlanta Hawks. So Vince, listen, Vince put the Raptors on the map, right? Right. Let's yeah, be real. Exactly. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of players grew up as Raptor fans that are in the NBA now because of Vince Carter. So like, mm-hmm. including Kevin Durant. So speaking of North Carolina, right, and uh, and Vince Carter, yeah. and then but then Tracy McGrady, like the Raptors have always done a good job drafting. Tracy McGrady split. Like, and then, you know, it's happened time and time again. And then DeMar DeRozan, there was the fear. There was all the talk. Oh, DeMar's from Los Angeles. The Lakers want to sign him. And and he stayed. And he spurned offers from other teams. He really loved the city of Toronto. And then Masai Ujiri trades him after. And he sort of felt betrayed. Yet, yeah, hey, it, it is what it is. It's a business. I think he ended up in a great spot in a favorable situation with San Antonio. And... On the other end of the spectrum, it sort of proves that Masai Ujiri is just sort of an assassin and is there to win. He's not about feelings. You know, Masai Ujiri's right. not about feelings. He's about putting the best uh, possible team on the court for the Raptors. Who won the trade? Well, you'd have to. You know, Kawhi Leonard's a better player than DeMar DeRozan, right? You think you think they're better with Kawhi Leonard there than, uh, than oh, what, with him on yes. that team? And I'm a big DeMar yep. DeRozan fan. I was one of the people that bitched. I'll never buy another ticket again. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was one of those angry fans when it went down. The only listen, one the, if you look at the deal, Kawhi Leonard's a much better player than DeMar DeRozan is. But the only difference is DeMar DeRozan is actually under contract. <laughs> and is it right? Is it going to bolt San Antonio at the end of the year? in which Kawhi Leonard really could. But, you know, Joe, was a, a situation where the Raptors had made it to the playoffs continuously, and it wasn't just the LeBron factor. It was sort of like the definition of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. They went to war with Kyle Lowry. They went to war with DeMar DeRozan. They went to war with uh, Jonas Valanciunas. A bunch mm. of times, they came up short. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard's a difference maker, in my opinion, I think the Raptors have a legitimate chance of winning the Eastern Conference. I really do. The only question I have, and I hate to say it, but I wonder about Kyle Lowry. Can Kyle Lowry play consistently enough at a high enough level to make it to uh, to the NBA Finals, Joe? Yeah, and and health. It's still got to be a concern uh, across the board for, for that team with Kawhi Leonard as well. Still, the health is still a big factor when it comes to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, it's a fine line. You're right. I think they're, they're okay, mm-hmm. but you're right. Kyle Lowry's got a bad back. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's always the knee, the knee, the knee. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to deny that. Um, so all what right. happens if they get bounced though? Suppose they get bounced, right? I mean, how is that trade going to be viewed? And now Kawhi Leonard disappears, goes to the Clippers next year, and Toronto's left holding the pieces. How is that going to be viewed? Play that out for me, because it's it's either win or bust to me. I think for that whole city, it really is. And not to mention, uh, Marcus Saul's a free agent, dude. He has yes. a player option, like he can split it if he wants, or he can force them to say, "No, you pay me thirty million dollars or whatever the hell it is." So they're they really are in the definition of of now, and it's a weird situation for the Raptors. They don't know the future of their franchise. You know, the future of the franchise is strong, but the the roster, I should state, 
They don't know. Right. Kawhi Leonard could split. Gasol could split. They could implode. If they implode, then definitely Kyle Lowry is going to be gone. Like, there's a lot of different ways this can go. But honestly, you can say that about a lot of teams in the NBA. The Lakers roster is going to implode. The Boston Celtics, hell, Kyle, uh, Kyrie Irving's a free agent. They don't even seem, I don't even know if they're going to try to keep him. I think they want to get Anthony Davis. So you can almost say this about everyone in the NBA that rosters are in flux all the time. The Raptors have done a great job of dealing with the players do. Nick Nurse does dealing in, in the now. And one thing, too, is we can't really judge it. Let's say Kawhi Leonard leaves and, you know, Gasol stays or, or vice versa. It still means they have a lot of money to play with. And... Messiah Jerry has proven that he's a very capable general manager as well. So even if Kawhi Leonard leaves, I think the Toronto Raptors will be able to figure things out as they go, to be honest. I, I, I really yeah, do. As long as, as long as Gasol doesn't uh, exercise that option, you're stuck paying 26 now, you know, to a 35-year-old That's there. The that, thing. Would be, that would be a good thing. You're yep. almost better that he doesn't, right, if he's just a renter here yeah. through through yep. through the finals. I read something interesting about the Boston Celtics, actually, and – it was like a coach, an unnamed coach in the Eastern Conference. And he said the Celtics could win the East or they could get bounced in the first round. <laughs> and, I, you know, you get that feeling yeah. about those guys. Because to me, everyone's talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Bucks are dangerous. There's no, no dispute. And the Greek Freak's awesome. But they haven't done it before. I, you know, I got to see them win a couple of playoff series, go through the grind, stay healthy. Let's see Middleton consistently hit shots in the playoffs under pressure it's a different animal philadelphia 76ers as i'm speaking as a raptor fan the sixers concern me like i don't want to deal with these guys in a seven game series but the raptors own them for some reason they've won seven of the last nine times they've beaten them twice with jimmy butler now even so it's not like well it's different now no they just beat them all the time for some reason or another Kawhi leonard gets it you know is plays mb pretty tough the Raptors' defense sort of, you know, frustrates the Sixers. Deep down inside, as a Raptor fan, the Celtics are the team that worry me the most. Where it's like, man, if we got to play the Celtics in a seven-game series, and it, dude, the last Joe, the last eight times the Raptors and the Celtics have played, the home team has won every game. They've split the last eight crazy. games. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And you're looking at a lot of these games possibly going, the, a lot of the early series uh, going the distance. I mean, you talk about the top four. We know who the top four. The real battle in the East is who's going to be six, seven, and eight playing these teams. You know, you've got what? The Nets, you've got the Hornets, you got the Pistons. You know, there's a, that the bottom half of the East also could provide a bit of an issue for these teams before they start beating each other up. Brooklyn is the one team. Yeah, this team's for real, man. This team is mm-hmm. extremely well coached. They're getting healthier. They got Levert back. Joe Harris is going to have the confidence coming back now after winning the three ball competition. Don't sleep on the Nets. Yep. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen. 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Networks. Shout out to everyone watching on uh, YouTube and in our chat. Sports uh, Byline, American uh, Forces uh, Network, uh, television affiliates, and everybody else in between. I'm Gabriel Morenzi. Uh Joe Ranieri's uh, kicking it with us. And uh, Jay Jaffe's going to join us in a moment uh, via Skype, actually. And... Uh, Joe, yeah, I look forward to your take on this, and we'll get we'll get Jay's take. Uh, I like I like his tweet, so I, I think I know what his take on this. So earlier in the week, I was bitching about Major League Baseball, and I was taking the same stance basically that the system is kind of broken. The owners are hoarding money. That the free agency system was broken, and so a couple hours later, boom, they signed Machado, and I noticed a lot of sort of company types. We're very, very quick to say, hey, see, I told you, nothing's wrong with baseball. Nothing's wrong with the free agency system. Everything's fine. Do you buy into that? Is everything fine, Joe Ranieri, in your opinion, or is something still wrong? 
Well, it's, you know, it's fine for the next 48 hours until something else comes up. There's always going to be a free agent, especially over the next couple of years, Kershaw, whoever it may be that's coming up, that is going to ask an astronomical number. And we're going to do this whole back and forth. And I think this is something, a narrative we're going to continue to hear all the way up through the next negotiation uh, in 2021. Uh, but they had an opportunity to avoid this together. And the players didn't push very hard to the owners. They allowed the owners to be in this position of not having to win in order to profit. And what you are seeing is the ramifications of that. You guys wanted a chef. You guys wanted more days off. You didn't want all the the crazy schedule. Okay, congratulations. The owners got a bigger piece of the pie. And, oh, yeah, they can dismantle teams and still be profitable without having to win. And that's the big issue here. So it'll be fine until somebody demands more money like a Kershaw and doesn't get it. You know, I'm I'm on, like, both sides of it in the sense that I think there is something nefarious going on with the owners. There's definitely a pattern of, you know, like the New York Yankees. You know, Yankees spent some money on pitching, but Steinbrenner talking about, like, how much it costs to run the team, and we have to pay security, and, oh, we pay out. We're in New York, so it costs us even more money to operate. You guys don't know about that. Uh, Boston, not open for business. They're like, yeah, we won the World Series. Don't We're not just throwing money at anybody. The Dodgers sort of shattered. So I almost look here, and we can't say that Machado and Harper didn't, didn't get any offers. They did get offers. Yeah. They just didn't like the mm-hmm. teams that were offering. I mean, it seems like the big market teams are sort of taking a pass. Let's bring in uh, Jay Jaffe here right now. Uh, Jay, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing this morning? Hey, thanks. I'm good. How you doing? Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, yeah, I was just talking with Joe Ranieri here. And I, you know, earlier in the week and for the last couple of weeks, I've been bitching. I'm a Dodger fan, so I'm one of these guys, hey, Spend your freaking money. We didn't win the World Series last year. Why don't you just sign Harper? You traded everybody. And I've been crying about the system sort of being broken. And, you know, I saw that Steve Phillips and Manfred and a lot of sort of guys that make money through baseball (laughs) were very quick to say, hey, the system's not broken at all. Look, look, look what happened. And I like like, uh, what your tweet is uh, here. Uh, suggesting that the Machado contract proves a free agency is fine. To borrow a metaphor I've seen used elsewhere, it's like pointing to a snowstorm as proof that global warming is a hoax. I wanted to ask you, is everything fine because Machado signed yesterday? Not at all. Not at all. It's very clear that that uh, uh, there's there are some major issues, and and you know one of them is I mean, we've got you know a, a substantial number of of, of uh, players, you know, quality players who are still out there uh, from our Fangraphs top 50 that we that we published in November. Uh, you know, we still have nine of the of the top 50 uh, unsigned. And Machado's obviously off the board now, but Harper, uh, Dallas Keuchel, whom we had number four, uh, Craig Kimbrell, whom we had number 12, uh, and a lot of other guys as well. And a you know, southpaw the, pitcher the, that can strike people out, and no one wants him. I mean, really. Saw, yeah, a former Cy Young winner, a former Cy Young winner who's who's still uh, a frontline pitcher. And here's the thing, you know, the longer these guys remain unsigned, the more pressure there is. I mean, teams are waiting these guys out uh, because they know that they can get a bit of a discount here. <clears throat> and by doing that, they're suppressing salaries. And let's remember that, you know, every time you, you know, you, you sign for uh, for less than your market value, you have. Uh, you you have had a major impact on your future earning potential because you know the next time it comes around oh oh they're only going to give you you know this much of a raise they're going to say oh we can only raise you you know 
10% or 15% or something like that. And so, you know, what happens this year has a ripple effect down the line. It also has a ripple effect on the rest of the market. Uh, so, you know, you've got a whole bunch of uh, players who are, who are now being pressured to sign in for less than market. And that has a long-term effect both on the individual and industry-wide level. Last year was the first was just the fourth time in 50 years, and I think the first time since 2004 or 2005 uh, that salaries have gone down. Meanwhile, we've had 17 consecutive years uh, of record revenue growth in Major League Baseball. So you know something is not right there. Now you know when I mean, when you look at what the players agreed to in the last collective bargaining agreement, one of the things that stands out is that the uh, threshold for the competitive balance tax uh, is not growing at the rate of salaries, and so you know the, uh, teams are using you know more. Teams, teams are tightening from the top, and obviously we, we've seen the Dodgers and the Yankees be very wary uh, of going over the tax, having reset their marginal tax rate uh, in the past year. Joe, you got something you want to throw? Uh- yeah. yeah, but you know what it is, Jay, too? It, it's, they allowed that to happen. The Players Union allowed that to happen. Uh, they had oh, the I, I agree in front with you. of them. They knew this was going to... They knew this was going to be a possibility, and they argued for things like having personal chefs and, uh, you know, this 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 quality of life stuff that they were more interested in. And now they're going, wait a minute, you mean to tell me ownership's using this against me? Well, of course they're using it against you. I agree, I agree with you. I, I think that the that the that the union has not been aggressive enough uh, in negotiating the last couple of collective bargaining agreements. You know, Tony Clark. Uh, has not got, you know, is not the same kind of uh, union leader uh, as, you know, as as the men who preceded him. He's certainly no Marvin Miller uh, or, or, or or Donald Fear, uh, you know, and and I think it's a it's a real problem. I, the lifestyle, you know, the lifestyle concessions that players got are, you know, are, were are worth fighting for. You know, I mean, Major League Baseball is a grind. It, it doesn't stand. Uh, Teresa, that you that that playing exhausted players, you know, with the travel things, and the, 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 you know, and the and the, and the consecutive days uh, that they have to play is going to yield a quality product. However, the players just did not have the foresight uh, and maybe the the negotiating skill to get that mm. and get the financial concessions that they needed. And and you know, the, and they're screwed now because uh, they, they're playing under this this current system here for the next three years. Yeah. And you know, they're going to see their salaries suppressed and, you know, they have, they really need, you know, to, to borrow the reference from the Godfather, they really need a wartime consigliere. They did not have one uh, in Tony Clark. Right. And I think that going down the road is going to be a long-term problem for them. Yeah. And how much does that have an effect on signing for the next couple of years? Are we just going to be in a standstill, Jay, uh, with the collective bargaining agreement coming to an end in a couple of years, right? It doesn't seem, it almost seems like the owners have just sort of drawn a line in the sand already uh, ahead of this. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's ominous to think if we've got three more winters of this, what you know, what the what the cumulative effect is going to be. I think what we're going to see eventually is we're going to see players make some kind of concessions, especially with the on-field stuff. You know, whether it's pitch clocks or or or, or you know, uh, limits on the number of uh, batters uh, faced for relievers, those types of things. And you know, and they're going to get back something from the from the union. Uh, and and none will, of that crap's going to help the game either, Jay. I just get angry when I hear no, this. I, I, look, I, I think those are those are those are very cosmetic things. Those are oh look, we're doing something about the pace of play. Uh, but I think what's going to happen is, and then and then they will also get you know some kind of more substantial things like maybe it's an adjustment in the CBT threshold, the the, the tax threshold, and and you know in exchange for that, this current agreement will be extended. By a year or two, so that the owners can 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 continue to you know to to rack up their uh, you know their wins. It's it, 
in order to open this CBA, they're going to have to give up something uh, if they want to get something else out of it. Uh, you know, and like I said, they have backed themselves into a very difficult position right now. Uh, and, you know, going forward, it's just it's just not pretty how they're going to get out of this. All right. So I want to throw two things called leverage, Gabe. Yeah, they call leverage and the owners have all of it. Yeah. And as you stated, they, it's amazing that baseball that's always been known as probably being one of the best, if not the best and most aggressive uh, unions of them all. But Donald Fear, uh, Martin Miller ain't walking through the door. And as you stated, Fear's <laughs> running the National Hockey League right now and putting the, the fear of God in the NHL owners. So uh, in our remaining moments uh, here, as far as the baseball persp- um, uh, side of this, uh, I wanted your. T- I wanted. I got to ask you about Larry Walker. You know, people have often asked me about Larry Walker over the years, but want to ask you quickly about Larry Walker. But as far as uh, Manny Machado and San Diego is concerned, it's an it's a nice lineup. Yet the pitching is still a major concern. You know, the win total for San Diego is 77 and a half. It might move a game or so. It doesn't seem like you know the Vegas odds makers aren't you know. People aren't running to the window to bet on San Diego right now, but from a baseball move, what's your take on it, Jay? How how much better is San, does this make San Diego? And is there, is I mean, the, are all their prospects as good as everyone say they are? Well, uh, you know, throughout the industry, people laud their, you know, the, the, the caliber of their prospects, particularly Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, a shortstop who's going to be in San Diego at some point this summer, and and Luis Arias. Uh, uh, who's who's probably going to be slotted in at second base? You know they they don't have the pitching yet, but you know the signing Manny Machado to a ten year deal is not about competing in 2019. I mean you know they could surprise some people if everything comes together, but you know this is more about making themselves uh, you know a potential National League West powerhouse you know in a few years when as all this talent matures. Yes, they need to get more pitching. They need they've got some good young arms, Joey Lucchese being one of them, for example. Uh, rookie last year, but they're going to need to assemble uh, better pitching staff if they want to compete. You know, maybe the the addition of of Manny Machado, uh, uh, you know, signals that oh, they might go after Dallas Keuchel here too, or maybe you know, maybe not this year, but maybe they trade Will Myers in the coming year, free up some salary, uh, and then go after you know big name you know big name free agents or 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 take on a big contract. You know, when Chris Sale, for example becomes a free agent next year if the Red Sox don't extend him maybe they move some money around and go after him so you know this is this is the start of what's obviously going to be a concerted effort to to you know build and buy uh, a, a winner in San Diego you you know they're not messing around though no they're clearly not all right so we got about less less than two minutes here Larry Walker now um, I grew up in Montreal I actually did the the Expos uh, post game show uh, for a couple of years and a lot of people, I've always felt, you know, um, what happened in Montreal almost like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? So, like, people didn't really recognize it because it was in Montreal. And then the second part of Larry's uh, career was in Colorado where a lot of people discounted. But I noticed that he got a major, major jump in votes this past year. I, although I find it interesting that Larry Walker says, I'm not a Hall of Famer. I am flattered, but, you know, deep down inside, I don't think I'm a Hall of Famer. I ask you, Jay, where do you stand on the Larry Walker debate? Well, I think Larry Walker's a Hall of Famer. I've written about him. He was in my book, the Cooperstown Casebook. Uh, I see him, you know, with the advanced stats that, you know, that can adjust for the ballpark and adjust for the era, you know, taking uh, some of the air out of those Coors Field stats. He comes out as as the 10th best right fielder of all time, measures up very well. Wow. When, when, you know, he's got not just a great hitter, but also an outstanding base runner, uh, an outstanding fielder. When you add all of that up, it's just a very valuable player. And I, I, I don't think Larry Walker has 
you know, completely dismiss the idea out of hand that he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's become, uh, you know, I guess, I, I guess, uh, uh, comfortable with the idea based on he's Canadian. Jay's uh, humble. He's, received, he's doing yeah. that. He's the hockey right, guy. Ah, oh, G shocks. No, no. He's a wonder. He's a wonderful character. Uh, but you know, he's he he was topping out. You know, in the low twenty percent in his first eight years on the ballot, uh, or or first seven years on the ballot. Last year he went from twenty two to thirty four percent. This year to the high fifties. Uh, you know, it's going to be a stretch to get him to seventy five percent next year. But by crossing the fifty percent barrier. Uh, you know, he's positioned himself uh, for eventual election by a committee if he doesn't get in and next year, his final year on the right. Jay Jaffe, Fangraphs.com. Great stuff, Jay. Thanks for the time. Morning after continues. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit, and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. This will uh, wake you up. Morning after, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Great stuff with Jay Jaffe. I am Marenzi. Joe Ranieri with us. Bavona's going to get us caught up to date in a couple of moments. And, uh, of course, Bob. Uh, Bob in Vermont uh, last week had basically applied uh, here. A lot of, a lot of openings. Uh, too bad Lisa's in, in, in Oklahoma, actually, because uh, we're looking for a girl uh, to sit alongside us. Um, so uh, Bob in Vermont was like, can I do the updates? And he said, well, it depends, you know. And if, 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 you, you know if you can do them, do them very well. So um, we're going to bring Bob in. Hang in there, Bob. Uh, we, got, uh, we got CBs. CB's update coming up here. And listen to his update. And then you come on after, Bob. We're going to bring you on in the, t- you know, in the top of the hour here, 10 o'clock after, and Eastern time. And then we're going to compare updates. And who knows? It is like Survivor around here. If it's real good, Bavona's, you're cut. And uh, <laughs> sorry, you're cut. And then Bob is in. But... You could get cut like tomorrow, Bob. That's the way this this stuff works, right? Like you're you're aware of the the pratfalls of this game, right, Chris? It's unbelievable sometimes, man. Like, like I literally could, like I could be ele- sitting here right now, and all of a sudden you're just like, you know what? Get out of here. I don't even want you. That's like an electric chair. <laughs> that's like. It's that's funny. Like, I've been getting nothing but shocks all day the last like 24 hours. Just anything I touch, all of a sudden I'm shocking. So yeah, no, that that mic will shock you actually. I get, I sort of get used to it. I, I actually sort of it keeps you alert. This this one does a little. This yeah, little I don't need shock coffee therapy. anymore. I just need to touch this uh, mic here. Yeah, it's a little shock therapy. So all right. Uh, so you know we're off to a good start because Bob Bob's in the chat right now. Bob says that he'll work for free, which uh, Joe that's a big plus in this industry. It's what we're doing. So, you know, good. welcome to the club here, Bob. Congratulations. We're very interested in that price for Bob. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, I do not work for free, and I will not. <laughs> and I will not. That's just to clarify, I do not. And Get that I, off the record. Yeah. I don't know if Joe, Joe's like a rookie. He's trying to prove himself. Like, he's like, Bob. Yeah. See, like, that, that's the problem. Like, too many people willing to roll over. See, I know Bavone is not working for free. I'm yeah. not going to say whether or not I am. He's, he's getting big bucks for this. All right, Bob. You're on deck, Bob. We're going to see if you can bump. Uh, you know what? Chris hasn't settled into the chair yet. If it really works out, Bob. We're going to move you up here. You're going to hang out in the morning every day. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. I got to say, that wasn't bad, actually, by uh, by uh, Bavona there. Solid, uh, solid update. Yes, yesterday, you know, you could tell. The sweater. Yeah, the sweater made him. I don't know. The sweater, like, sort of put it over the top. Actually, like, yeah, he's a sweater guy. He called himself Big Bucks, but should be like sweater vest. <laughs> like, like what he said. He's, got, he's it? got his work cut out for him, old uh, Bob. There, Bob's got his uh, work cut out for him right now. Yeah. Well, what was the deal last week when we? What you say? Like, what? What? We said, what's Bob's last name? You're like Vermont. Vermont. <laughs> That's what it says on the shirt. I'm Bob, so yeah, yeah, so get hang in there, Bob. We're gonna get you a couple of minutes. Your update's coming up, and it's like show business, Bob. This is real. Uh, Shaw, we've yeah. got Bob on hold, right? So, all right, perfect. So this is sort of like uh, it's like real showbiz here, Bob. Your, your update's coming up, man, in about four minutes, and you yeah. know you stumble. You know the bosses are listening. It's a problem. Like everyone's under constant evaluation around here, including you, Bob. The callers are as well. Yep. 
<laughs> so yep. especially you, Bob. Yeah, and like you know, we we need like uh, you know, there needs to be a special touch. Like, ooh, we didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want you. I want to hear. Ooh, we didn't talk about that story. Yeah, it better be updated. Don't be giving us the old news from yesterday. No, no, like a bunch what of you, yeah. He's gonna what tell have us. What you done for me lately, Bob? Yeah, what yeah. Have you done for me lately? Yeah, God bless Bones. We loved him, but the guy with his updates were like scores from like you know 18 hours ago. I'm like, I already know like who won the game, dude. It was last night. <laughs> he used to get him so rattled though. <laughs> poor guy. Uh, poor guy. But we missed. Shout out to Bones. Uh, you know the whole thing is to, like the. Yeah. Bob's got potential, though. I think Bob's got potential. I think he can do this. I well, think he's he got the classic New York uh, voice, right? Bob's yes. got a voice for radio. Yeah, he really does. He's got the thick, the thick. I think he can pull us off. The thick. Uh, yeah. Well, Bob says he's from New York, but it turns out he's been living in Vermont for like the last 30 years. So he's pretty much a Vermonter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's it's sort of like New York, but different. Well, you know what? It's like. Bob's the opposite of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is actually from Brooklyn, but moved to uh, moved to, to, to Vermont. Bob from like Queens, but like uh, like you know the other way around. Well, Vermont guy in Queens, and Bob's running for office too. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort is more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge full synthetic motor oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O'Rewards points during O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost 
almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Uh, we actually have some breaking news, all this talk about updates. Like she beating Bob to the punch, but I'm not sure Bob would have this. This is courtesy of uh, our old friend, Aaron Bronstetter, TSN Television, who um, is reporting that uh, Ben Baudouin of RDS Television, same network, Pete Annapolis, uh, regular on our show, joins us. Uh, George St. Pierre will uh, tomorrow's having a press conference at the Bell Center in Montreal, in which he will officially announce that he is retiring from mixed martial arts. This comes as a result of failed negotiations uh, for a bout between him and lightweight champion, Habib I can't even want to try. Nurmagomedov. Can I actually say it. Yeah, I can say it. I was stumbling there. All this pressure about updates and stuff. And we got that Bob. Like, that's part of the deal. Nurmagomedov, you've got to you got to say Russian names and tennis player names. You want to do updates, Joe? Good point, man. I'd good be point. screwed. Better have the you better have the Oakland Raiders update too, there, Bob. Yeah, where they yeah the update where they're going to be playing and so yeah, George St. Pierre yeah. will be retiring. Whatever, not not guy doesn't really fight too much anymore. Anyways, he was looking for a super fight, uh, didn't happen. George St. Pierre uh, retiring. All right, uh, so Bobby Valentine's on the radar. We're going to talk with Chris Spatola. We'll talk to college basketball. We'll get into this Duke. Me and Joe will crunch these games a little bit. Busy night in college basketball. A lot of cool games and. Another uh, college basketball story, actually, last night that I saw, and I'll do a little follow-up on this. We'll see what Chris Spatola, uh, Spatola has to say, actually, about this. I don't know if you saw, I tweeted out last night, but uh, Rick Pitino's name linked with the UNLV Running Rebels, Joe, which... Yeah, it's interesting. Like, can there be, like, a more perfect, like, guy for a perfect city and a perfect program that needs a shot in the arm than Rick Pitino and UNLV? It's a match made in heaven. It's a perfect match made in heaven. You got two uh, historic uh, people there, historic organization or a historic school, rather, and program. And, of course, uh, having Patino's name associated with anything college basketball is going to give that university a huge boost. Now, huge. the other the other college uh, stuff we saw last night, I don't know if you guys caught this, but that's what we're here for, to let you know uh, these things. So Trevor Lawrence, of course, the greatest quarterback ever to play the sport of football in the history of football, high school, college, or pro. By far, best best quarterback ever. Um, so Trevor Lawrence, actually, who teams, people are, oh, this team's going to tank for two years to get this guy, right? Like, mm. all this type of stuff. He's playing a little intramural basketball at Clemson. Ooh. 
So um, he's playing like pickup basketball against other students. And I guess one kid keeps mouthing off to him a bit, talking smack on the court. Trevor Lawrence put the kid on his ass. Like, he nailed the kid pretty good. Like, he literally wasn't, like, not even really in a basketball way. (laughs) Like, he just said, hey, and he pushed the kid over. (laughs) The kid basically set a, a screen on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, exactly. He was setting screens on him, and he just ran him over. Yeah, so the kid thought he was all cool. He was a smaller kid. The kid thought he was all cool. He sets the screen like he's playing all YMCA, white guy ball. But, you know, Lawrence didn't get, you know, Lawrence just bumped into him, basically. But Lawrence got pissed Mm. and basically said, yo. And he pushed the kid, and then he did it again. And the kid took a tumble over, and everyone came over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) But... Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence uh, tweeted after he said the kid was running his mouth all game, but he goes, still, I shouldn't have pushed him. LOL. Um, he said, I shouldn't have done that. LOL. Watch the kid try to sue him right now. Listen, it was part oh, yeah. of the game. It is what it is. But I ask you, should Trevor Lawrence be playing pickup basketball with students at Clemson? Uh, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw the video, uh, when it came out and I'm going, <laughs> There's got to be somebody in the in the football office right now going, why is he on a basketball court? Like, don't be on motorcycles. Don't be don't be playing pickup basketball games. Don't be playing flag football. Don't even play wiffle ball. okay? at this point. And uh, why don't you just go ahead and hit the weight room and uh, and don't ever risk any sort of injury. Don't even breathe. All right. Like, does he go on the Internet? Breathe. Does he realize like he's going to be the first pick in the NFL draft? Like basically. Yes. Maybe he can't see it behind that hair of his. But yes, uh, I'd be walking around any reason. I'd be walking around like George Costanza when he was the hand model with like, you know, those gloves and I can't do anything. Sorry. Like. It's like, yeah. listen, he's got to live his life. He's got to have a little fun. Um, Look, on video, he kind of looks like a jerk in doing it. Because the kid was smaller than him. What's the kid going to do? Trevor Lawrence is a national champion quarterback that was shaking Alabama defenders off. It's like some kid playing intramural ball. But at the same point in time, we've all been there. And the kid was running his mouth all game. He set a hard pick on him. He tried to show Trevor, you know. He tried to knock Lawrence on his ass. He was hoping that he was going to knock Lawrence down. It didn't work. Lawrence knocked him down after. I've been in the same boat, dude. I played in a charity hockey game, and uh, it was like roller hockey. And I can't, mm. I'm a, I played ice hockey, but you know, roller blades I wasn't big on. So I could get around, but so I was on, on the radio and stuff. So people knew who I was. It was me and a couple other guys, you know, local media types. And same thing, man, this kid... This kid sort of like bumped me against the boards pretty hard, took the ball from me, like lifted my stick up and sort of melted off like he was chirpy to me the whole time. And uh, mm. here's, so, yeah, here's Lawrence here. So there's the screen and boom. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, like 80 feet from the basket. It wasn't even close. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> and then after he's like, yo, you got a problem? Like he even gets yeah. back. Watch, he even gets back in the kid's face. He's like, yo, you want to go? <laughs> Yo, you want some of this hair? You want uh, some of this hair? I think the kid's like, yo, man. Yeah. Kid's like, what are you, what's wrong with you, man? It was a hell of a screen, though, when you see it. I mean, really like, All right, let's see. Not even screen. close. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, that wasn't there. Yeah. The thing is, picks, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pickup game. 
It's a pickup game, and you're on the other end of the court. You're setting a screen. Are you kidding me? The kid deserved to get knocked over. I'm on Trevor Lawrence's side. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. And he did go back for seconds, man. He did. <laughs> yeah, he was going back. So yeah, he was getting that hair all in a bunch. So I can't, I can't picture Trevor Lawrence. I trip like a teenage kid, like face first into the boards. Kid was running his <laughs> mouth. I was like, yeah. I told him. I said, do it again, kid. And he came around me, and lo and behold, I just basically took his feet from underneath him, bang, mm-hmm. into the boards. And, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I applaud you, Trevor Lawrence. Don't let this little punk. Anyways, this this little punk's going to be telling stories for years. And like He's going to yeah, be right. sitting in a Buffalo Wild Wing six years from now when Lawrence is, like, in a Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, he pushed me over. I'm that guy that pushed over in college for college. All right. Uh, Bob in Vermont is ready for his update. Oh, boy. Can't keep him waiting. Bob in Vermont. What's up, Bob? Hey, good morning, Dave and Joe, and uh, good morning, uh, Goon Squad. I'm uh, you ready know what? for this, my update. Yeah, this you. is this is really bad because I really mistimed this because we got uh, get off my lawn. I didn't realize it was 1020. And all we, right, all right. Okay. Bring it on, Bob. Do your, Go. Do your stuff. No, no, no. Go ahead. What? Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Okay, I'm all ready to go now. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Let's send it to Bob in Vermont for the update. What's up, Bob? Okay, this is Bob from Vermont talking sports, and I want to start the first story off with Joe asked me to do, and I'm going to do it for Joe. According to Arizona Daily Star, Tuscan, Arizona, and Birmingham, Alabama are joining forces in a bid to host the Raiders for the coming season. Did you just say Tuscan? And they already have. Tuscan. Tuscan. I'm from New York. I got an accent, you know, weird accent. Tuscan. Tuscan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Didn't I say it right? It's, uh, yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. continue, Bob. Okay. That story is from like 10 um, days ago, but yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, it is story 10, Well, for, he wanted ahead. to give me the update. He asked for the update, right, so I'm right. giving it to him. Okay, yeah, I'll give you more recent updates. They're going to be playing in Oakland, but that's okay. Don't worry about right, what it. What else that's you got, okay. Bob? Go ahead. Okay, uh, you drove. Oh, that was a trick one, Joe. Oh my God, I thought yes. you were my friend, Joe. Yes. Okay, know. all right. Okay, here's some updated news again. Trent Richardson recharged, and AF wants to make his NFL comeback. I hope he does because he's a good player still. I think, in my eyes. And then Cardinal signed veteran. Yeah. Cardinal signed veteran Tyen. Uh, Clay to a one-year deal. All right. You know what, Bob? I wish we had more time. we got to go to a break. Great, great job, Bob. Love what we heard, though. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. 
800-500-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. <laughs> Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. going for upwards of $3,000. Now, the cheapest ticket is $3,000. Now, something's only worth what somebody's willing to pay you for it, right? And you can say, hey, the ticket's $20,000. If somebody's going to pay you for it, it's worth that. 
Maybe it's only worth $2 to someone else. And I'm convinced that the tickets have to come down because there can't be that many people that have that much money that they're going to throw freaking around, uh, that they're going to drop $5,000 or so to see a college basketball game. Now, is it the last college basketball game ever played? No. Is this college basketball game being uh, played uh, between, like, Destiny's uh, Child uh, naked? No. <laughs> um, uh, we can go down. Will it be snowing cocaine in the arena? Um, it will, does every water faucet in, in the arena tonight have beer coming out of it? Like, think about it. $3,000. It's not like what, like, sort of, like, tuition should actually cost. Now, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. University as a whole is a scam, all right? It's overpriced, and all it is there to do is to perpetrate a system to enslave kids into student debt for the rest of their lives, uh, to enrich athletic administrators, uh, directors, deans, associates, and everybody else in between. Now, if you look at tonight's situation, it seems like everybody's getting rich once again, except for who? Oh, yeah, the players themselves. Now, we've been down this road time and time again. And listen, we can spend you know, we can spend hours upon hours on a daily basis telling you what's wrong with the NCAA. Uh, but I'm going to have to tell the people that are spending this money that they're every bit as whacked out as the NCAA are. When you're dropping $3,000 on a regular season college basketball game, then you know what? You've got as many problems as the NCAA does. And I got to tell you to get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not going to make Gabe feel any better, but as it turns out, for Vivid Seats, not the porn company, by the way, the actual secondary market company, but per Vivid Seats, already the average price for, once again, these teams are going to meet on March 9th outside of today. Uh, In March 9th, those seats have already rocketed to just over $1,000 a piece on average. That, of course, is in North Carolina. So people are already buying their tickets for for the March 9th uh, game. And we haven't even seen tonight, but people are already, on average, over $1,000 March 9th in Chapel Hill. Yeah, you know, it's just... Listen, well, there's no money. I mean, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're student athletes. You know, the, come on, they're student athletes. Yeah, they so, get an education. So the networks are making money. The announcers make money. The scalpers, ticket brokers make money. The coaches make money. Pretty much everybody's uh. making money except the actual players. But, that, you know, to me, that's besides the point. Even that's a whole separate, a separate entity. Yet, you know, I guess the state, the arena is small. Yeah, to me, it's mm. just it's 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 asinine, actually. You know, and it, yeah. and if listen, if these people, if you're that rich, if you're Jay Z or something, you want to do it. But you know, this the people, the type of people that do this are also the type of people that complain about like that other people are getting free food stamps and stuff, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's just it's hard yeah. to swallow here. Like, I don't look at it like, oh wow, like these people, like you know. They're so lucky that they're in the stadium. I'm just going to think, like, wow, like, are you that big of a douche that you drop 3K to get into this thing? Like, I, you know. Well, you know, and here's the other problem, Gabe, is that you're going to have a significant portion of these people who are paying this price 
they are not the diehard fans who would spend 20 bucks or 30 bucks to go see them play nickel state you know what i mean on a on a tuesday night the people are actually going to be in the stadium it's a it's an event to them so they'll go ahead and price all of the real fans the people who would come and support on an everyday basis they can't afford those seats they can't afford to go to these games but you know they'll go ahead and uh, on a, any random wednesday or thursday when they're playing a juco college those fans will go these folks won't well, as far as the game itself is concerned uh, this evening, North Carolina are kind of better than I gave them credit for, to be honest with you, Joe. You know, they got they got smoked early. In this, look, they're 20 and five on the year, and you know they 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 they're coming off a lot. They they won their last game, but they were coming off a loss before that, so that's one of their losses. They got smoked by Michigan earlier in the year. You know, so in between, they've only lost, uh, you know, three games in between that as well, a 20-5 and five team. There's been so much talk about Duke this year. North Carolina's kind of flown under the radar a little bit, but the Tar Heels are actually a pretty good team this year, and they've been big moneymakers on the road, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, and a couple of things to keep in note here. You had mentioned how good they are in this position on the road in this building as an underdog. Uh, they have covered, I, I believe, the last five or six that they've they've had in this position. They're not going to be intimidated, number eight team in the country. But the number that really stood out to me was the total at 166 and a half, because you and I have talked about this. Uh, against Louisville, the game they just had on Louisville. Duke actually does much better and is much more profitable to the under all year long as opposed to the over. People think Duke, they yeah. think, oh, they're going to they're gonna run the score up. But they've been way more profitable to the under than the over. That's a big number here tonight. You know, it's interesting you say that, too, because if you look at the numbers, that I generally like betting college basketball overs myself. Uh, Duke is ranked fourth in the nation in scoring with 86.4 points per game. Uh, they're 19th in field goal percentage. Uh, they're hitting 48.6% of their shots. Um, you know what's surprising about Duke, actually? They only shoot 31%, Joe, from three-point land. They're ranked 317th and nationally. Um, but defensively, they're extremely good. They're ranked 12th in the country defensively in field goal percentage, 17th at defending the three uh, as well. But you're right. So Duke put up all these points, but... They've been a big play to the under this year because the the totals are yep. so inflated. And look tonight, it's a massive number once again at a buck sixty six and a half. That's what I looked at. I mean, that was the first thing that stood out to me. I mean, it opened up double digits at ten, which I think is absurd. But this is a team, especially in this series, by the way. The under is five two and one in the last eight in this Tobacco Road rivalry. So uh, you want to talk about overvalued with the bookmakers? Duke is one of these teams that. You're throwing monster numbers out there. And like you said, defensively, the other teams aren't able to score any points because they're that good. So, And Duke can't shoot threes. So the, the anticipate that they're going to score 90 points here is, I think, is a little crazy. Not to mention we're getting the points. And the Zion Williamson factor overinflates Duke's numbers just a little bit because of the oh, yeah. because of the hype. And... You know, we talked, so Duke only shoots 31% from three, so they don't have that outside shot. They got to beat you up inside. Barrett's going to take takes a million shots. Yeah, he either hits it or he misses, and Zion Williamson gets the rebound and dunks it, et cetera. They're, you know, combined, they're they're both putting up, you know, combined, it's like 44, 45 points each, um, you know, with the combined, with the two of them. 
Well, I'm looking at North Carolina here. They actually shoot the ball pretty well from three, 38.6% uh, from three. They put up 87.5 points uh, per game. I see that Ken Palm has them ranked as the eighth uh, best team according to the uh, the new net rankings. No more RPI. I call it the net rankings, uh, guys. And you look at their losses. Louisville, uh, Virginia, um, they lost at home. So they lost at home to Louisville. They lost at home to Virginia. They lost on a neutral court to Kentucky, and they lost on a neutral court to Texas, and they got drilled in Michigan in Ann Arbor. Uh, but other than that, it's been pretty smooth sailing. And uh, North Carolina have been great on the road, guys. We talked about it earlier. Eight and one straight up on the road this year. Uh, eight and one straight up, as well as eight and one against the spread on the road this year. Compounded with the fact uh, 15 and six, as we mentioned, our last 21 trips uh, to, to Cameron. We'll run through some of the scores, but Joe, you brought it up earlier. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't we see a stat last year in which all the games they played, they were like literally like decided, like there was like a six-point differential or something? Since the mid '70s, they've had. Uh, I think they've. It's 105 contests between these two teams. Uh, it is pretty much. 54-53 at this point, or 107. There's only one game that separates the two, and the combined score is less than three. It's three points. So, you know, all of those years, 107 contests, and we are looking at a situation where it only separated by three points for a total score. That's You want to talk about rivalry, that is a rivalry. Maybe one of the best in college sports, if not all of sports. And so we talk about this high number, guys. This is the highest number that we've had in the last 10 times that they played. The highest, yeah. no, no, excuse me. There was a 167 and a half. My bad, my bad. There was a 167 and a half last year. And uh, it went under. They got to 160. They've gone under the last three times they played sort of in the modern era. Because I remember I used to bet the over all the time in this game. And it was like 155, 154, yep. 156. Now, you know, 166 and a half. Last year, 155 and a half, 159. They both went under. Uh, all three times last year, they played the one under, actually. They played three times. We'll continue to crunch the numbers. Maybe Bobby Valentine joins us. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMAT. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. 
Visit today. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060-800-804-7060-800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Morning after continues. Fantasy Sports are radio and television network. Armed Forces uh, Networks. All right, let's uh, do this thing. Talk baseball with Jay Jaffe, but uh, let's continue to talk baseball. Uh, with uh, Bobby Valentine, former manager, uh, of course, big league uh, manager, now with Sacred Heart uh, University. We appreciate Bobby taking the time to be with us uh, this morning. Uh, Skip, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. How you doing? Hey, guys, I'm doing fine. You're right. Beautiful Sacred Heart University here in Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, I'm glad the Fantasy Sports Network uh, knows where we are. Yeah, you know what? No, you know what? We know we talk a lot of college sports here, but we talk like basketball often. Tell us about the baseball program over there. Well, baseball is pretty good. Basketball is pretty good, too. We have both our women's and men's team that are in second place in our conference. You know, you win a conference, you get that automatic um, qualifier into the uh, big dance. So we're hoping to uh, maybe host a playoff game here and, and uh, go go even further and the baseball team just came back from this first little southern tour they were down in north carolina wake forest and uh, they went one and two which is pretty good for a northeastern team going into uh you know the warm weather for the first time man you really seem to be enjoying yourself there you really seem to be enjoying yourself there how did you end up at sacred heart like from you know big league baseball and television what did you say you know what this just feels right for me well, actually, I just picked up the phone. Some, you know, the president gave me a call and said there was a need. And, you know, I said, uh, I never even considered being an athletic director. And he says, well, I'm going to start <laughs> considering it. And, you know, I did and had a lunch. And six years later, I'm building a building with my name on it. Uh, we have 32 sports teams, 830 athletes. And, it's been a fun growing experience. That's awesome. So, you know, speaking of fun experiences, uh, I was lucky I did the Expos postgame show for a couple of years, and I was fortunate enough to interview you. And, uh, you know, wow. Jay, Jay Horowitz, I asked, I, it was a couple of days in a row, and it was crazy in the crazy days, too. It was always drama around the Mets and stuff, right? 
And, you know, Piazza oh, was in yeah. a bad mood. And Jay Horwood said to me, I wouldn't go in there. He goes, I don't really think he wants to do it. I knocked on your door and I said, can I get a couple of minutes, Skip? And you're like, ah, no, no, no. Okay, maybe two minutes. And then we spoke for like 20 minutes. I really enjoyed it. The listeners really enjoyed it. So I wanted to ask you right now, we're seeing these yeah. new rules. Yeah. Baseball keeps, ah, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. They're talking about like uh, clamping down on stealing signs. So the proposals, a ban on in-house outfield cameras from foul pole to foul pole. Live broadcast, limited nice. to each team's designated replay official, having all TV monitors, such as those in the clubhouse and bullpen, on an eight-second delay. What do you think when you hear these uh, these potential rules? Well, it's, uh, I never would have been able to operate if uh, those rules were around when I was managing. So, uh, you know, I, I think um, shame on those guys who got caught to make this be a, um, a major league rule, but if, in fact, you know, that's been going on, and I can tell you that, in fact, uh, it has been going on, uh, that might be a good way to stop it. I'm just not sure that, uh, you know, everyone signs up and, and puts their hand in the air and swears that they're never going to do it again. I'm not so sure if it gives you an edge that someone's not going to be trying to do something. Now, I've always thought, and I've seen it, and I lived in Toronto before, and you know, Girardi used to panic, and teams used to always state that the Blue Jays are the worst at it, and it's almost obvious, though. I mean, they got guys, like, on cell phones and, like, center field and over dugouts and stuff. How detailed is it, actually? And isn't it hard to pull off when it, when you're in live time that much with somebody in the stands relaying stuff and cameras? I mean, you know, isn't it up to the shortstop or second baseman to try to figure out the signs? Well, you know, the, it, it is detailed and, um, you know, it t- takes an awful lot of trust when you're staying at, standing at the plate and someone's telling you it's going to be a slow curveball. You have to have a lot of trust that it's going to be a slow curveball <laughs> and not a high fastball. You know what I mean? So um, the, the system has to be pretty good. And, um, you know, I've seen some intricate uh, systems set up. Uh, matter of fact, I was up in Boston and they had, they had a system set up that they never even let me know about, and I was the manager of the team. So, um, so you're telling me you, you know, you're telling me they were like, "Don't worry, Bobby, we're on it." But yeah, we're not going to share it with you. So you must have known. Damn, I'm not here long. They don't even want to let me know the company secrets. Well, that's what I knew about halfway through the year when I realized what they had done the year before and what they planned to do the next year. I, there was a little writing on the wall there, yeah. But um, you know. This goes back. It's nothing new. My father-in-law is Ralph Branke. He pitched, uh, you know, for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He was involved in the, uh, you know, shot heard around the world that Bobby Thompson had a home run on October 3rd, 1951 against him to have the Giants win the pennant. And uh, during that season, it has been exposed that there was a an intricate uh, relay system set up from the uh, bullpen area to home plate to signal the signs to the giant hitters so you know like i said this is nothing new and if we're going to be able to solve it by saying um you know there's an eight second delay uh and and there's actually someone going around in the it department checking to make sure that um you know the frequency that the whole world is on is different than the frequency that the in-house cameras are on i think that's that's a good thing I'm wondering, hey, Bobby, it's Joe Ranieri. I'm wondering yeah. if you could talk yeah. about, 
you know, where you are right now on the college level here, and maybe the game is a little bit more pure on that level as opposed to once it becomes a business, once somebody, once a kid gets drafted and we start talking analytics and all the other things that come along with the business of baseball, is there a certain purity still in, in college being about just the fundamentals, just about the game and teaching these kids the right way from the wrong way? Yeah, I I think that um, you know there is a desire to uh, make sure that the experience is a uh, wholesome experience. That uh, the lessons that are supposed to be taught in sport sport are taught on the field, and you know that you figure out how to get up when you're down, figure out how to be a good team team player, figure out you know the difference between right and wrong, so you go into the world and make it a better place, but. Um, I think in some programs, uh, even in college, that are at such high levels now that, um, you know, it's, it has become a little more of a business than it is uh, of a sport. Uh, I'm in a mid-major, so, uh, you know, we don't sell tickets to our games, and we, we hope and pray that we can win enough games to continue our season in a playoff season, uh, playoff season and, and possibly get to the regionals or to the uh, – wonderful uh you know tournament in omaha but um yeah you know it's it's all different levels uh at the college uh, level and um i think it's a lot it is a lot more pure because um you know to get up at 5 30 in the morning and hit the weight room and then to uh you know be out on the turf uh, taking ground balls at 6 30 when it's 25 degrees and uh, the wind's blowing in your face and you know going back in the gym to take a little batting practice before you go to class um mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to really love what you're doing and and the kids here at sacred heart and many across the country uh, absolutely love the game of baseball and and the other sports that they play and i think that does bring a, a pureness to it uh, Bobby, I want to get your take on and your thoughts, share some of your thoughts on Don Newcomb before we get you out of here. We've got a couple minutes left, but um, I know you're a restaurateur in the Stamford uh, area in Connecticut. We've actually got a guy, uh, a regular viewer of the show tuning in, and I wanted to ask you about the restaurant because I wanted to say, like, you know, do you have power lunch? I just picture you and Vince McMahon crushing steaks, like, so... Like to the, <laughs> so I was going to ask you about the restaurant and how many WWE wrestlers come in. But our boy Ryan Riggs, who lives in the area, says, uh, Gabe, you got to ask him about his restaurant. And he wants sports betting at the restaurant. Sports betting, uh, you know, legalized now uh, in New Jersey, taking over. So tell us about the restaurant. And uh, do do you get Vince McMahon and, and the McMahons and WWE people coming in? Well, that's cool. Yeah, we do get uh, WWE people coming in because we're right uh, about three miles from their headquarters. Uh, you know, Linda McMahon is a trustee here at Sacred Heart University. She has a building name for her. I have a building name for me. So there's a lot of synergies there um, in the in this community. Um, but, you know, we already have um, the off-track betting at the restaurant, which is the paramedical oh, yeah, yeah. betting, you know, where, you know, everything that's bet goes back to those who bet. Um, sport betting is now, um, you know, front and center up in Hartford, where they're determining whether or not the state will adopt, uh, you know, an amendment so that uh, there is sports betting in Connecticut. I believe and hope that it's going to happen. I think it will generate revenues that are needed and, uh, you know, maybe, um, you know, take some of the um, – 
element away from from betting and make it legal so that um, you know if someone wants to bet on their favorite team they can. Um, whether or not we'll be the ones um, you know to, to get it is uh, is up to the legislature, and uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed that the you know the 26 uh, approved locations for OTB in Connecticut, which are already regulated by the state, we're we're just hoping that we're part of the um, expansion into the brick and mortar world of um, sports betting. In Connecticut, and you know, eventually it will be. But we applaud you. We wish you the best of uh, best of luck. Actually, moving forward, it's progress. I mean, it, it creates jobs. I and I've got no reason for anybody to be in front of this. So, so Don Newcomb, I've always been a Brooklyn Dodger fan. You know, the the history, and I was born in Montreal. And there's a statue of Jackie Robinson, and you know, oh, yeah. Duke Snyder was the Expos analyst growing up with Van Horn before Singleton, etc. And then I moved to I Los Angeles. And so, yeah, you know the history, Bobby. So what about Don Newcomb? And I met him a couple of times and just the epitome of class. That's like just like really one of the nicest men I've met in baseball before. What can you share with our listeners and viewers about Don Newcomb? Well, ditto. You know, I, I've known I knew Newt since, uh, you know, I was the number one draft choice of the Dodgers in 1968. And then, as I mentioned, one of his teammates, Ralph Branca, became my father-in-law. So the relationship uh, even got closer. Um, you're so right. He always uh, dressed impeccably. He spoke perfectly. He um, had a smile on his face and a handshake for anyone who was around. He was a real class act. And, you know, when when he wins the Rookie of the Year and, and the MVP, um, arriving late in his career into the major leagues, people started to um, really – uh, stand up and take notice because Jackie, who was the first, um, you know, uh, player from the Negro Leagues to uh, uh, break the color barrier, was a spectacular player. But, you know, in his first year, he, he did not win any awards, so they created the Rookie of the Year Award to give it to Jackie Robinson, who was a 27-year-old rookie, and he played so well, but you know, again, wasn't the batting champion, wasn't going to be the MVP, et cetera. So he got the award at the end of the year. When Newt got there, um, you know, a few years later, he was not only um, the rookie of the year because it was his first year there, um, but he was the MVP of the league as a pitcher. So That's winning 27 games and absolutely dominating the competition. And the first Cy Young uh, Award, which I didn't know. I didn't realize. And, yeah, he won the first Cy Young, yeah. Well, in, in the same vein, he he was so good that they needed to give an award to him, and he wasn't going to win the ERA title, so they made, made the the award the Cy Young Award, and he did, in fact, receive it. So Jackie received the first Rookie of the Year, Duke received the first Cy Young, and uh, they, were, they were great additions to Major League uh, Baseball and, and great people. Bobby, I wish we had more time. It's always a pleasure talking baseball with you. Best of luck to Sacred Heart University. Thanks for the time, sir. Joe Day, thank you guys. Take care. My pleasure. Bobby V. 
Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Excellent stuff. Shout out to our boy Sean in the pit for uh, getting Bobby V on the line. I right, said so we could talk for hours baseball with uh, with Bobby V. It's gonna be a fun mm-hmm. summer, Joe. Like I said, uh, you know, you played uh, you played ball at Oklahoma State. Um, I was more of a hockey player um, in my in my younger days, uh, but love always loved the sport of baseball. I wanted to be a, bi- a big league player more than a hockey player, even, but I couldn't hit. No power. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was a good fielder, and yeah, I was a leadoff hitter type of deal, like you know, single. If you're only hitting singles and doubles in little league and stuff, yeah, you, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got like, exactly. You were drafted right out of high school, though, right? So you were putting them over the fence, Joe. 
I was, yeah, I was All-American out of uh, out of high school, was drafted there, went to college, and then after college went back into, uh, back to the minors. So it was... It was a fun time, you know. It was a uh, it was a great time uh, of my life. Baseball, I I ate, I breathed it, I I walked it. I mean, you name it. Which is why I thought I, it was interesting when I asked him about how the game is. Baseball is baseball. It always is. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. It shouldn't be that hard. But in today's game, with the analytics and the the biggest thing for me was getting used to that, taking it from just being a game to it becoming a business. And, you know, for a lot of guys, that's a tough transition, Gabe, where all I wanted to do was wake up and play baseball. I wouldn't have to worry about anything else. But, you know, all of a sudden, what scouts are at the game? Who's watching you? How much is your signing bonus? How much? All of a sudden, your perception of the game, it changes. And it's it goes from just being a kid's game to, oh, crap, this is actually a serious business. And now everything is what have you done for me lately? And. You know, you've got guys on the bench that are hoping you break your ankle. It's a lot so like this business almost, isn't it? it At it, first, it, hey, it you're happy. Like I'm talking sports. It's all yep. good. And hey, yep. this is great. Yep. I'm happy on this little station I'm at. And then years later, right. it's like, how come I'm getting screwed Boom. over here? And oh, we're under pressure. Yep. The numbers are down. This. It's like everything and becomes a business. listening. Yeah. Yes, it becomes a business. Yep. It you know what's funny, everything. though? Nick Saban pointed that out two years ago when they lost. So not this year. But when I lost the title game to Deshaun Watson a few years ago, he said mm-hmm. after, he said, you know what? We were ready. And he goes, honestly, he goes, half my kids were more concerned about the combine than they were this game. And he said, every time I heard them talking, it was always about their workouts and the combine. And they were distracted. That's real life. Medicare is your primary insurance. Then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. happened last night you find out the morning after let's do this thing all right morning after continues we're in a level three i am gabriel morenzi joe ranieri throwing it down to florida we're in midtown manhattan studio 34 speaking of manhattan we had bobby v on bobby valentine former uh uh, manager of the Mets, Jay Jaffe of Fangraphs, uh, joined us. Man, we came right out of the gate, uh, baseball strong. Got a little basketball before we're done. Uh, Chris Patola will join us. Uh, ESPN, Sirius XM College basketball analyst, uh, former head uh, head coach in the NCAA uh, ranks, and also happens to be Coach Shevsky's son-in-law. I believe he's married mm. to Coach, uh, coach K's daughter, which uh, that'd be like, man, Coach K is kind of a hard-ass, bro, like, I'm not down. Like, I hate to say it, but I almost only want to date uh, women that don't have parents. <laughs> Is that wrong to say? 
Yeah, hi, Gabe Morenzi. Are your parents dead? Great, yeah, great. Yeah, thanks. no, it's sort of like, yeah, what's your parents? Oh, they're not here. I'm thinking, you know, good, good. Like, and I know the whole meeting parents thing. And like, just imagine, like, you know, you're going out with a girl. Like, it's Koshyshevsky. I'll tell you right now, Joe, mm. he would not approve of me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. He, would, yeah, he wouldn't be signing off on a Gabe Morenzi uh, relationship. No, no. I got a better chance no. for, like, Michael Lohan. Yeah, I'm dating Lindsay. Yeah, yeah good for yeah. you. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. Every time I meet a girl's parents now, I just bring edibles with me and see where the night goes. And I'll oh, know that's, that's good. In today's day and age, you're right. It's more yeah. acceptable now. You're Absolutely. right. Like, yeah. That's it. Oh, you want to go? Gummy bear? Okay, great. This is going to work. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Antonio Brown. People are asking about Antonio Brown earlier. Uh, Bavona just brought him up. Where will Antonio Brown play? We've got odds for this. San Francisco 49ers plus 225. New York Jets plus 5'11". The aforementioned Raiders plus 666. Of course, why wouldn't they be plus 666? Arizona Cardinals plus 850. Miami Dolphins 10 to 1 plus 1036. Cowboys plus 1359. Indianapolis Colts plus 1578. Pittsburgh Steelers plus 350. Field plus 350. Do you like one of these teams, Joe, or do you prefer the field? You know, my question to you, Gabe, is what are you? if you're a general manager right now of any one of those top teams right there, what are you willing to give up and trade for this giant pain in the ass here at 31? The wrong side of 30, $17 million coming his way next year. Yeah, he's going to want to rework the contract into his favor. I mean, who, if Dad, you're a general you manager, okay, what are you? I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover student loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they Deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, we've got good news, actually. Darren Rovell has just uh, reported that uh, Rutgers, and it's funny because I see Rutgers is actually in the news and trending, and sort of not for good reasons. I don't know, sort of like John Wayne yesterday, but um, (laughs) that's besides the point. Um, But, yeah, people are talking about Rutgers, and uh, I'm like, I don't know, there's someone that went there or something in his place in history, et cetera. I don't want to get into that stuff. But uh, the good news is, Rutgers has announced Rutgers football will be serving alcohol at their football games from now on, Joe. And I got to tell you, I went to a Rutgers game this year and it it was for the worse, actually, that they didn't serve booze in there. And listen, I've been around a while, so I should have known better. But you know what happens when when they have alcohol in the stadium? You end up binge drinking before, dude. And. Mm. I ended up like drinking in the morning. I'm like, well, I wouldn't start drinking so much, but I better get drunk because I'm going to, you know, they don't serve at the game. And then I went to like a campus bar right before, and it was like, ah, better do another four shots. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was like, I still you know, feel good. Lie. I better do another like six I... shots. And dude, I was, I was so, I bit so much about them not having alcohol at the game. I was so drunk, Joe. I didn't care. Like, I was at the game. I was like, I need a glass of water. <laughs> like, I drank a bottle of water. I had a slice of pizza, and I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going back to the bar. <laughs> I am fairly certain that was one of the first times I came across your Periscope and Twitter feed. Oh, and it was at the Rutgers game. game. Yeah, was, Michigan Rutgers. Yeah. Dude, that was – all I remember is going, who is – the? all he's doing is bitching and moaning from the minute he got – how far the stadium was from where he had to drive. <laughs> you were drinking the whole time. And then I checked back later in the day. You were pissed off because the game sucked. Then you were going to find another dr- What kind of place doesn't serve alcohol? That was my very first experience of coming across you live <laughs> yeah, tweeting. Yeah. I nearly pissed my pants. I'm it's, not going to lie, man. You were priceless. It's pretty much <laughs> the, the, the live experience, Joe. And, yeah, people like I did another Periscope at a basketball game, a Brooklyn net game that people seem to enjoy pretty much that. <laughs> I got blasted it's in a well net game. Worth it. Yeah, and it's, so it's like you know, then people get it's like they, you know, not everyone can come to New York and li- live the life, right? So I'm sort of you know showing it. Great. The, oh yeah, I complained for six hours, Joe and Rutgers. Like that's all you did. It was yeah. priceless. That's all you did was bitch and moan the entire game, like the entire time. Oh, it was great. And I'm a Michigan fan. Even Michigan fans were telling me to sit down and stuff. And then, like you said, Michigan didn't cover, dude. They were laying like 39, Joe. 
Like in hindsight, like you what? Were bent. Yeah, what the hell am I doing? Like thirty nine points on the road. <laughs> they won by like thirty six too, right? It was one of those deals. Like it was like I needed perfection. So it's like, you know, it's like 19 nothing, 22 nothing, And I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, they just need three touchdowns. And then it happened, bro. One yep, play. Yep. The kid and on Rutgers popped a punt in for a touchdown, and I knew. I was like, we're not covering. Yep. We can't cover. Going like, hard left. You know why? Because <laughs> Michigan was bored, dude. It was like they were playing, like, I don't know, Penn State the next week. They had a big game or Michigan mm-hmm. State or something. It was cold for like at that time of the year. It was like one of the first sort of colder, you know, colder days. Dude, it's Piscataway, New Jersey, bro. The sun never shines there. Three six five. So it was like rainy, dreary, cold. All the Michigan players looked bored on the sideline, like they were up like forty one six or something. It was a stupid game, and I vowed never to go back again. But now I hear they have booze. I'm there, Joe. You bitched and moaned. That was the first time I came across your uh, your page and your account. I'm going, oh, what's this guy doing? You know, he's on the way to the game. Let me see you know, anything. And all you did was bitch and moan for six straight hours on that thing. And I kept coming back like every hour just to see where you are. And it just didn't get any better. No. The whole day did not go well for you. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did. I didn't get back to the city until like nine at night type thing, too. Like it was. No, it was an all-day thing. Like, my train broke down. Yep. Like you said, it was one thing after yep. another. They, they didn't cover. And I hate Michigan fans, even though I'm a Michigan fan. Like, they're such jerks, right? Like, the, the whole thing bothered me. So, the Big East tournament's at Madison Square Garden, right across the street from the studio, basically. And, and When is that? It starts uh, March 13th, I believe. Okay. So, around the corner. Like, I think Selection Sunday. Can Sundays, we get in? Yeah, yeah. Well, Do we, we know got, anybody? Ah, well, we could get press passes, but I prefer not to do the press pass thing because then I can't. I, I don't want to get blasted, right? I'm, yeah, so, that's a good point. Like I checked. First thing I asked, I was like, "So, do they serve booze?" And someone told me, "Of course they do. It's Madison Square Garden, right?" Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they do serve yeah. alcohol during college events at MSG. Oh, what about Oklahoma State? I guess they don't, right? Oklahoma State does, absolutely. Oh, they do. Oh, so you Florida can buy beer does. and wine and stuff. What about liquor? Just beer yes. and wine, I guess? Just beer and wine, yes. I have beer and wine there. But they uh, they enjoy wow. it. It's, it's Stillwater, Oklahoma. They, what the hell else is there to do? But my first experience at Florida, I did not know it was a dry campus. Yeah, yeah. And I went to a Gators football game. And I'm expecting, you know, to get just hammered like at the Orange Bowl going to the University of Miami Hurricanes game, which is just, a, you know, yeah. it's a mess. And they're like, no, you can't. They don't serve. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, what do you mean they don't serve? The whole concept was foreign to me that I'd be at a football game and a sporting event on a major university and nobody could drink beer. I was like, this is the strangest thing I've ever been involved with. Yeah, I've been I've been in the same boat, dude. Like, we went all the way to uh, to Starkville, Mississippi. I had a friend that lived oh. down there. We did a show down there, and uh, LSU was playing. Um, LSU was playing Mississippi State, and mm. we partied, dude, for like two days before. All right, and not just drink. Like it was like you know, I would have failed a test at every institution in America type thing. Oh, like, yeah. like we went hard. Oh, yeah. All right, like and it was one of the game was one of those early starts on ESPN, like 11 a.m. Eastern type thing. Mm. It was sort of an early game, and. We did the decision to stay up instead of, like, you know, going to sleep. It was basically like, you know, you're partying in Mississippi in the backwoods and stuff. It's like, wow, it's already 6 a.m. and the game's at 11. And 
We're like, all right. So we're drinking, and it was a challenge to stay up and stuff. So we get to the game, and there's state troopers everywhere, and it's pretty uptight and stuff. Yeah. So we're like, all right, chill out. We got to be careful, and everyone keep your hand up. Don't light that up here. Like people were like, hey, no, no, no. Like we were like we were on pins and needles looking around everywhere. Like you foreigners. They yeah, no, we stick you, out man. like crazy, right? It's Mississippi. Like we're like East Easterners, right? And so, like, yeah, we had the accent, and I told the cop, I'm like, yeah, excuse me, we're not around from here. I'm asking, I was asking direction. He goes, yeah, I know you're not from here, buddy. Like, he started laughing. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, dude, it was hot. You got all your teeth. It was hot. That's a dead giveaway. Yeah. (laughs) It was hot. It was sticky. It was like early September, and God, my mouth was dry, dude. Like, all I was thinking about me and Cam. We're like, God, I can't wait to get a beer inside here. Like, we're sort of in line getting in the stadium and the same thing. So the first thing I do, I get in. I look, and I see, like, a lemonade stand. I look over, and I see, like, a bunch of Dr. Pepper signs. So I start, I'm like, well, I don't know, beer must be down here. So I start walking. And I realize I sort of walked in a circle around the stadium. <laughs> and so finally, I'm like, whatever, dude. I got to go ask someone. So I go up to the lady that Dr. Pepper I'm like, where's the beer stand? She's like, beer? Mm. I'm like, yeah, the beer yeah. stand, like Coors. I said, anything. Budweiser, you guys got anything? She's like, oh, God, no. She goes, this is a dry stadium. And then she even goes, in yeah. fact, you're in a dry county. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. I was so angry at my friend that never yeah. told me that. He's like, oh, you know, it's going to be okay. I was like, you should have told us it's a dry too. county. I said, I would have snuck yeah. something in. So we were in a dry yeah. county. And I'm not yep. going to lie, Joe, I'm it's, so you can judge me here or not, but so we went all the way to Mississippi State for the football game. We left at the two-minute warning of the first half. We couldn't <laughs> take it. <laughs> no, like, you I, stayed that long, huh? Yeah, no, I that long, that long, exactly. And you think I bitched at Rutgers. You should have heard me then. <laughs> I was like, this is yeah. bullshit. I was like, okay, this is garbage. We're kind of, and it's stupid. They're like, ding, 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 ding. They got the bells. Ding, the cowbell. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, 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 ding. Every place, like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, I got to get out of here, bro. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> Come to think of it, I think that's why I, that's where my disdain for Tim Tebow started, because it was to go see him play a game at UF, and nobody bothered to tell me we couldn't drink at this game. So <laughs> I, I think from that moment on, that was it for me. Screw you, Tim Tebow, and screw the U.S. US. I'm like, I could have stayed in Miami and went to do the Orange Bowl and got lit up in somebody's driveway that I could have parked in for 10 bucks. You and LV's the I best. Drink. Uh, we'll hit this on oh. the other side. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. 
So, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Television Network. Drusilla says uh, it's good news, bad news, because I said it's good news that Rutgers uh, now serving alcohol. He says the bad news is still Rutgers, no matter how drunk you get. Quality point. Solid point. Um, yeah. All right. Um, people are asking, why doesn't Arizona Cardinals trade Nick Bosa first overall, then trade uh, jo- uh, draft Nick Bosa overall, then trade Josh Rosen a second round pick to the Jags for the seventh pick and take Kyler Murray with the seventh pick? All kinds of uh, stuff oh, is uh, being thrown out there uh, right now. Yeah, but the, <laughs> um, the, shortest, the easiest way to get between two points is a straight line. I mean, you got the number one pick. Take who you want. Yeah, it's, it's a very good. Well, you know what? But Josh Rosen comes into play here because that's the question. Will Will Arizona take, take Kyler Murray? We went down this road yesterday, Joe. I stand by where I, I stand by my opinion yesterday. I think that Kyler Murray will be drafted in the top nine and a half picks. And I stay by uh, my take also that you're going to have to ask Josh Rosen's mother for permission. So. Oh yeah, that's right. You're you're the, you're the Rosen uh, basher. <laughs> he's, a little, he's a little mama. He's a little mama's boy though. Depends on what mama says though. But he did just crash his Tesla. I don't know if you. Oh, saw Oh yeah, that yeah. Story no, I, you know what? I week, thought of so. that. I thought of you, Joe. Yeah. I'm sure like you're going to get yeah. a laugh like. 
Of course, he drives a Tesla, mm-hmm. you're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Charges it up, and then he crashes it. Oh, yeah. Okay. You'd Not respect my quarterback. him more. Yeah, you want, let me guess, you want your quarterback. He better be, like, driving around a gas-guzzling, big-ass pickup truck, right? Oh, hell no. Hell no. He's got to go old school, like a 69 Chevy Nova with a lift kick and nitrous. That's what I want, man. All right? That's what I'm talking about. All right? You flip that nitrous switch. That's that's a guy I want leading my team, not somebody in a Tesla. What, what are you going to tell me now? His next car is going to be a Prius? Come on. I see can't that, be like. leading men like that. I know. People are stating that uh, they can't vote for Cory Booker. Cory Booker, uh, New Jersey uh, senator. <laughs> Um, Cory Booker running for president. Wasn't he the mayor of like Newark? Wasn't with it? Didn't yeah, he? yeah. I don't know if or that's the New best Orleans? thing for the resume. Yeah, Newark. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, Newark is nicer now. I'm, I'm just kidding, Newark. Um, they painted. Yeah, they painted it. Yeah, that's like what they Trenton. did. It's coming around. So they did to the <laughs> Buffalo Bill Stadium. They said like they renovated it. It's like, dude, you put like black paint over the the cracked concrete. <laughs> you you painted a Bills logo on the wall, like. It's not really renovating. Yeah. You sort of painted it, like, and yeah, like that's that's Buffalo renovation. No, no, we painted the place up. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's not a foreclosure. We painted it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Joe Joe Ranieri, I'm Gabriel Gabriel Morenci. Nice, uh, nice, nice show of guests so far, Jay Jaffe and uh, and Bobby Valentine. But uh, I wanted to bring up here too. So yeah, the AAF. Um, there was a talk yesterday about the AAF and ooh, are they in trouble and no, they're not in trouble. When somebody comes in and gives you $250 million, you're not in trouble, right? Like they, they, you know, they, anything but trouble. They'd be in real trouble if they couldn't pay people and they didn't have anyone to come in and save them. But there are a lot of these stories that are starting to pop up just a little bit too much. And here's the latest one now. Um, starting at the end of the week in March, the uh, Orlando Apollos will now have to travel to Georgia to practice mm-hmm. due to Florida's yep. worker compensation laws. Uh, worker compensation yep. coverage doesn't apply to professional athletes in the state of Florida. This requires professional sports teams to find their own insurance coverage. The AAF has mm-hmm. yet to do that, which means that the team uh, will be practicing in a place where the state runs worker compensation structure includes professional athletes. Uh, we need to take uh, the necessary steps to take care of our players, says AAF CEO Charlie Ebersole. What he should say is we have to take the necessary steps to save every possible dollar possible. Yes. Gabe, you and I have been in this business a long time. How many times have you worked in a in a media company or a radio station where uh, all of a sudden your check is not there and they're like, oh, but we switched payroll companies? Uh, I know we didn't tell you. But it'll be our, it'll be there. Just give us another week. We're going to be okay. It's going to be the minute that starts happening. Yeah, that's the minute you start going. All right, we got to find a new job. We got to get out of here because that's that's exactly what Phil Savage said to us yesterday when we asked him. His response was, uh, "We had no idea. We were just told it was a payroll issue, uh, like a payroll company." Yeah, he thing. said. Well, he like, said it. You know, it was a couple of days late, but no, no panic type yeah. thing. He said, right? No, you're no panic. You're like really, uh, 250 million sounds like panic to me, man. Well, now the guy owns the league, right? I don't see how he's going to get yeah. the money back. And I like the AAF, but I said, I've said too, like if I was investing, if you said, all right, you got $250 million to invest in a sports on in a sports league or on a sports team, I wouldn't drop it all in the AAF. Like, 
Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. the last thing I would do. If the, you got to have the NFL. If the NFL won't fund it, then, you know, you're going to be looking at Vince McMahon and the XFL as the only real option because they don't need your funding. But the NFL should get behind this league since it's filled and being run by a bunch of ex-NFL guys. The and NFL if you want to block the XFL success, it. you're right. It, it, I mean, you want the you want Vince McMahon to be your only lifeline here for a developmental league? Then the NFL should get behind us like Major League Baseball gets behind Minor League Baseball. I don't know. I just think it's dumb, the XFL, like unless it's a gimmick league. I don't see the point of it. Like I thought the original XFL should have been more gimmicky. Um, so basically, yeah, the players are going to have to go like they they're going to have to cross cross over the border every day for practice. I like that Spurrier was actually honest. He goes, we tried calling some big shots in Tallahassee, but it never got worked out. I could never get through to the insurance uh, commissioner. We're not crazy about the yeah. setup, but it's all we can do. When you're in a new league, sometimes you just have to make adjustments. Well, I did say, too, and I, and I brought it up on the uh, with Phil yesterday, that a lot of people forget Ralph Wilson, your, your guy there, Buffalo Bills, he had yep. to lend the Oakland Raiders $400,000 back when they were starting this thing called the AFL, you may remember, and they ran out of money, and he had to fund that to keep the Raiders and that rest of the league there, the Chiefs and everyone, to continue going. So it's not unheard of. It's just you think they would have made it through three or four games before they, you know, couldn't make payroll. So um, we were talking about the big game uh, earlier, and both me and Joe both like North Carolina plus the points. Mm. I don't know if I have the heart to bet on the under. I never win when I bet on unders, but the total does feel a little bit high. I think people look, oh, this team averages 87 points. They average 86. How is this not a track meet? But it's a lot of freaking points, yeah. guys. Like, you need an extremely yeah. close ride, clean ride. And we brought it up earlier, you know, it's hard to hit a total like that, dude, when you're only hitting 31% of your three-point shots, too, as Duke, Duke isn't an outside shooting team. But not the only big game on the card here tonight. We've got uh, Syracuse. But, yeah, but say this, too, also, uh, Gabe, that nobody's making money this year betting the overs on North Carolina and Duke. As fast tempo as they are, fast doesn't mean overs. Duke is 7-16 and 16 to the number. North Carolina is 12-13 and 13 to the under. So these are yeah. not teams that are cashing in. We're not, we're not cashing in by betting overs because of these two teams' high uh, average uh, score a game. We're just not. Well, in past years, too, um, in past years, we, we've seen this in which the Golden State Warriors are a good example. You know, the Warriors have mm. a, a reputation. Oh, they're going, and even in past years, ooh, the Golden State Warriors, you know, all the three balls, they score a million points on you. But they were a serious underplay last year because the totals were always 228, you know, 226 and a half. They were overinflated. And, you know, they weren't even getting, they weren't even getting close, actually, to the numbers. They weren't even getting close mm-hmm. at all. But I want yep. to say, uh, we got some other big games on the, on the card here tonight. Uh, Villanova's at Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Georgetown's on the bubble. I don't think they're going to make it. They're going to need some wins. Yeah. You know, We'll see what they can do in the Big East tournament. But Patrick Ewing's done a decent job here at 15 and 10. Big game for them tonight. But Villanova don't lose three games in a row very often, Joe. No, no. And uh, listen, Nova was lucky enough to get past uh, or uh, to to they didn't beat St. John's, you know, because St. John's is an, is just as confusing as Villanova is. I mean, you get, people forget Villanova lost 
half of that roster, yep. you know, it, it was gone last year, either to the NBA or to, you know, being upper class. It's a very young team. They're still trying to figure it out. And St. John's has got Pond. I mean, the guy's. The guy is definitely NBA worthy, but I still don't know what St. John's represents in the Big East. I, I can't figure them out at all. Uh, so there's a few confusing teams in the in the Big East as we wind down the season here. I just don't know. I don't know what kind of team we are getting here on either of those guys. I think St. John's the type of team. I think they could win a tournament game. They could lose a tournament game, but they mm-hmm. probably win. Probably like a seven yeah. seed, uh, the old seven ten matchup. And then yep. probably lose the second game. I don't think they'll get out of the third. They don't shoot the ball well enough. And grit will only get you so far in the tournament. So we're talking about Rutgers and and the, the alcohol aspect of them. You know, they've been mm. a scrappy basketball team, actually. They're 12 and 13. They're going into Michigan State. Now, of course, Michigan State, um, you know, big injury for Michigan State. They're laying 16 points. It was 17 points. It's down to 16 right now. Um, you look at mm-hmm. Rutgers, six and two against the spread in their last eight games. Rutgers six and two against the spread their last eight against the Big Ten, nine and four against the spread their last thirteen road games. I'm looking at the matchup here. So last time they played earlier this year in Piscataway, 78-67. So an 11 point mm-hmm. win for Sparty. Um, last year they played at Sparty, 76-72. Went to overtime. Uh, before that, 62-52. The last three times they played, nowhere near this number. I'm looking at Rutgers' losses here. They lost to Iowa, 71-69 at the buzzer. Uh, they beat Northwestern, 59-66. They lost at Illinois by five in overtime. They lost to Michigan by 12. Um, they lost to Ohio State by 14. Uh, they beat Indiana by eight. They beat Penn State by four. They beat Nebraska by six. They lost against Northwestern by eight. I don't see a lot of them getting killed here, Joe, at plus 16 with Rutgers, kind of flying under the radar. No one wants to take Rutgers, but I think they look uh, they look okay tonight at plus 16. Big, uh, that's a big number, man. Any which way you cut it, that is a uh, that is a big, big number to lay. And yeah, right now, 55% of the bets uh, and the money coming in on Rutgers over Michigan State here. But can we really bet against Michigan State? The- Though Rutgers six and two against the number in the last eight games. Mammoth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over/unders, and much more. Go to mammothpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and inner city bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. Oh, 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 
If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Welcome back. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, Sports Byline, American Forces Radio Networks. We appreciate uh, you uh, joining us, whatever medium and platform you are tuning in. Uh, with. It's been a great show so far. Jay Jaffe joined us. Bobby Valentine, Chris Patola is still going to step up and in. We'll, uh, we'll hit this Duke-North Carolina game with ESPN, Series XM College basketball analyst, uh, Chris Patola. Before we get to that, actually... Um, great piece on uh, Tim Donahue uh, yesterday on oh, ESPN.com. Yes. And, you know, Joe, I'll be honest. When I first saw the piece in the morning or somebody said it to me, I'm like, whatever, dude. I know the Donahue story. I've had him on the show. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't really realize, you know, instead of just being narrow-headed, you know, <laughs> closed-minded, I was like, all right, I'm going to check this story out. And I'm like, ooh, way more than ever been d- 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 disclosed before, actually. And it was, I even had Donahue on, and... He even didn't really fully, he's not going to fully tell the whole story. So I was always under the impression they bet on nine games. The NBA said, no, no, they, they knew it was 17. I never knew that they were doing it from 2003 for six freaking years, right? So you get the full story, but what a fascinating read, Joe. Yes, it was a it was interesting, though, very confusing to me that you have an NBA partner in ESPN. You have this lull in the NBA, you know, between the all star break and when the games start again. (laughs) And here we go with this expose on a, you know, a a 12 year old story about a guy that was supposedly fixing games, but they were never able to prove it. I thought it was very telling, Gabe, that neither neither Donahue nor the NBA had anything to say about this piece didn't go on record with any of it. And and Donahue, to your point, he'll talk to anybody. 
And the fact that he didn't talk to ESPN about this piece, but they talked to a whole bunch of, you know, uh, you know, Uncle Nunzios and, and Jimmy the Superfly and all of these <laughs> other second-handed stuff. I, I mean, if it, did he fix it? Yeah, he probably did. It was probably more systemic than they'll ever admit. But, you know, what is that? What does it ultimately mean to do between the All-Star break and we start? And that's the piece you drop, ESPN? It was very strange to me. It's a good point as far as a business partner. It's, it's, there's nothing positive about the story. You're right. There's nothing like, oh, but now it's okay because it almost just raises more questions. Actually, it's one good thing that you raised. Basically, yeah, let's just be real. Every last name, like, and no offense to anyone named Tommy Martino, but if you can't trust Tommy Martino, who can you trust? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and for the record, Tommy Martino actually didn't snitch at it. Like, he was all right. But just the names, you're yeah. right. Uh, you know, Manny or Bautista. Um, yeah, Tommy Martino. Their boy, uh, Ruggiero. Like, basically, yeah, it was like an like, Italian I'm- who's who. And yeah, but you can't confirm it's all secondhand stuff. The whole thing was just weird to me. Like, why would you do that? You're a partner of the NBA. Why would you why would you bring it was a hell of a read, legalized gambling? One guy that was was talking, though, one guy that was talking was the former FBI agent that was it was that he he did mob stuff. So basically, that's how a lot of this this how they got caught. Essentially, it was like uh, there was uh, the mob operation in Queens and. This longtime FBI crew is the head of mob investigations, and his specialty was the Gambino family. And a snitch just so casually stated, like he basically stated, you know, once a week he met the guy. You know, what do you got for us? Oh, there's a shipment, there's this, there's that. And he mm-hmm. said, I don't know, word on the street is there's an NBA ref in the pocket, the quote was. And he goes, I don't know yeah. who's, who's doing it, I don't know who's behind it, but he goes, people are talking that there's an NBA ref on the take. And he looked into it. So the FBI guy looked into it, and he's the one that went in to visit with um, with Stern. And the most damning thing about the story, actually, is that Donnie, he told them that basically everybody does it. That you think I'm the only one, you're crazy. And they said, will you wear a wire? And he said, yes. And he was going to wear a wire in NBA rooms, and they were going to bring down basically a bunch of officials Except the story got leaked to the post, and he believes that David Stern leaked it to the post so they could never do that investigation. But jump on the Mm -hmm. grenade of one as opposed to the mass. So the NBA told the FBI, listen, no game was fixed. We looked into this, and, you know, they could point to one game. The Detroit Pistons got screwed one night, all right? I guess the Pistons Mm -hmm. got screwed once. They They admitted the Pistons got screwed. There was one game. Everything else was just point spread stuff. Now, Donnie told the Scala guy at the FBI the same thing. He goes, I never threw a game. Like, there were no rig games. It was all point spread stuff. And Scala said, you're full of it. He goes, that's what you were doing Mm -hmm. is throwing games. And then he goes, you're full of it. And he said, the NBA is full of it because the NBA told him it's impossible. You can't throw a game because there's other referees. The players would notice. The media would notice. The fans would notice. And Scala said it as a lifelong FBI agent. Anytime Sal tells you something, somebody's impossible, you know they're BSing. <laughs> You're full of crap. Yeah, exactly. So. It. There was. Yep. You're absolutely correct. There was another uh, a part that Donahue had said was back in it was the 2001 or 2002 where the Sacramento Kings and the Lakers were in the conference semifinals, I believe. And Donahue was on record as saying, "Listen, uh, you know." Uh, 
I was under the understanding that, yes, I knew. I had bets on the games. I knew what I was doing. But it was my understanding that the other two guys, the other two refs that were on the court, their instructions for the NBA was, we need to extend this series. We need this game to go longer. And I think that night there were 17 penalties called in the fourth for the Lakers at that particular point who were down in the series. And he has always been on record saying, I didn't fix them. But he knew there were other guys getting their orders from the NBA on saying, we need this to go seven games. We need this to last a little bit longer. And that was the troubling part of the whole thing that maybe just maybe the NBA might have had a hand in uh, prolonging certain games and certain series to the benefit of the league. But they would never admit that ever. Ever would they admit that? Nah, it's quite, as you stated, we got Chris Patola joining us. But, yeah, the piece is over at ESPN.com. Fascinating read. And as I stated, like, there's a ledger of the name so you can keep track. But it, it, I can't uh-huh. believe it's not a movie made yet. Let's bring in Chris Patola right now, ESPN Series 6M college basketball analyst. As the countdown is on Duke and North Carolina uh, tonight. Chris, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot for joining us this morning. No doubt, fellas. Thanks for having me on. So $3,000 a ticket. Now, crazy, is that baller or fall here? Like, what's the most you would pay for this game, Chris, from a pure stand? Uh, if you're a fan, you say, I want to go see this game. What's the most you can afford to go up to? And you're even a big media star, and I'm sure you don't want to spend free today. <laughs> No, and and I spent seven years on that bench, so I necessarily you know, <laughs> we care we care. I had I had a pretty good seat for a while, so I don't know how much uh, I guess relative to your income. The, the good thing is you know that that game typically delivers. So you're uh, you're in a historic venue. You're you're one of only nine thousand people who are going to fit into that place, and and typically the games have been good. So it's uh, you can understand the. I don't know about that high, but you can understand the value of the ticket. Now, one thing that blows my mind, Joe, and I'm, I'm Gabriel Morenci, Joe Ranieri. I'm in New York. Joe Ranieri's in Florida. And, guys, the thing that blows my mind here, Joe, at least one of these two teams has been in 22 of the last 33 Final Fours. How mm-hmm. sick is that? Sounds like parody. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of – yeah, it speaks to the success of both those programs. I mean, it's uh, having good players helps. Uh, I think the continuity of, of having a guy like Shashevsky helps. I think, you know, Roy Williams has, has done a great job. So they're, I mean, they're two of the, you guys know, I mean, they're two of the five best uh, brands and programs in college hoops. So it, it typically delivers. So there's so much talk about Zion Williamson and, you know, to a smaller extent, Barrett as well, the top two scores in the, in the ACC. But, what do you? What about North Carolina? It seems like they're kind of flying under the radar. They got beat up by Michigan earlier in the year, and I don't know. I think a lot of people sort of forgot about them. You know, you look at their losses; they're all you know, quote unquote, pretty much heavyweight losses for the most part. I guess the Texas loss isn't great, but you know, they haven't. They've won the games they're supposed to win for the most part. It seems to me this Tar Heel team's kind of flown under the radar a little bit. Chris, what's your take on them? Yeah, you know, I think they're they're starting to uh, become a part of a Final Four conversation. I, I think they, you know, there were some inconsistencies early in the year. Um, you know, they've got some pretty talented freshmen themselves. They're starting a freshman point guard. I think there was an adjustment to him. 
Uh, they're bringing uh, a guy who was the MVP of the Jordan Classic last uh, last spring, and, and, and a guy who was a top five recruit in Nasir Little uh, off of their bench. He is starting to play better, and I think as those two guys have gotten better, I mean they're they're Carolina's two most talented players. As those two guys have gotten better, so has Carolina. Um, so they they are they are a much better team and playing much better basketball than they were at the beginning of the year, but. Tonight is a good litmus test because they, you know, I think right now in the ACC, Duke and Virginia are a, are clear cut the two best teams in the league, and and Carolina lost at home to Virginia about a week and a half ago, um, and so they go on the road tonight. They play one of those other two best teams in the ACC in Duke, and and I think it's a good test to kind of see where the Tar Heels are at. What about Virginia? Hey, Chris, it's- yeah, that's a thing, Joe, too, with Virginia. And go ahead, Joe, but. Virginia intrigues me. I wonder how good they are, but can they score enough to actually really, you know, do some real damage? But sorry, Joe, go ahead. No, no, it's and it's a good point. I mean, I, you know, this time of year, Chris, all we hear about is bubble teams. We're going to hear it from now over the next couple of weeks until they finish these conference game. It's bubble team this, bubble team that. Uh, the truth is teams like Syracuse tonight taking on Louisville. Um, this is a team that is actually coming together at the right time. It takes a little bit of time for guys to be able to adjust to that that defense, that zone defense they play. There's a bunch of teams like Kentucky we've seen, a bunch of freshmen, young kids. They're starting to round into form now. So, I mean, Virginia Tech and, and Syracuse, for instance, what are some of these teams that you think it just took them a little while to get motivated and come together, but they're they're ready to make a serious run come, uh, come March Madness? Yeah, I mean, I think you named probably the, the two prime suspects. I mean, Kentucky is, I think, at the head of that list. Uh, this was this was a team that came into the year highly regarded. Uh, they were a top five preseason uh, team at the beginning of the season before it even started, and then they had struggles out of the gate. It started opening night at the Champions Classic. Uh, they re- they really struggled and. Uh, yeah, and I think when you play young rosters, as uh, Kentucky does every year, it's it's kind of a variable of, of how much better those teams are going to be able to get and what those products are going to look at the end of the year. Uh, it's the same thing with Syracuse. I mean, Syracuse is a team, and to be quite honest, they weren't playing really well at the end of the regular season last year. And then they did what Syracuse typically does, and, you know, teams outside of the ACC have a hard time adjusting to their zone, and they made uh, a three-game run in the NCAA tournament. You know, it's um, it, it's it. Guys, the college basketball season is such a long year, and you can learn through losing. I mean, you brought up the bubble, and, and you know, it's a 68-team tournament. 38 teams of of those 68 are at-large teams, uh, so you're putting teams into the tournament that have lost games that are not necessarily they're flawed teams. Um, but, but such is the product of college hoops where you get in an NCAA tournament, you got to win six games and, and teams can make a run. So, you know, we may not even know. I mean, there's, you know, there's some of those teams that, that we mentioned, but we may not even know like a Loyola, some of these mid-major teams that would have the potential to make a run. You know, it's funny is uh, we got to get out of here, but it's almost as different as they are. It's the same in college football. If you want to lose, lose early. You know, it toughens the team up a little bit. Right. And and then you know they've already been in some deep waters, and then they can they can swim through it. Uh, Chris Patola, ESPN, Sirius XM college basketball analyst. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Jay Jaffe. Thanks to Bobby Valentine. 
I'm Gabriel Moretzi for Joe Ranieri. Great job by Sean in the pit, Bovana, everybody else. Other than that, you're on your own. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Later. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables, and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Bobby Valentine, former manager, uh, of course, big league uh, manager, now with Sacred Heart uh, University. We appreciate Bobby taking the time to be with us uh, this morning. Uh, Skip, thanks a lot for joining us this morning. How you doing? Hey, guys, I'm doing fine. You're right. Beautiful Sacred Heart University here in Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, I'm glad the Fantasy Sports Network uh, knows where we are. The baseball team just came back from their first little southern tour. They were down in North Carolina, Wake Forest, and uh, they went one and two, which is pretty good for a Northeastern team going into 
uh, you know, the warm weather for the first time. Man, so, you really seem to be enjoying yourself so there. Well. You really seem to be enjoying yourself there. How did you end up at Sacred Heart? Like from, you know, big league baseball and television. What did you say? You know what? This just feels right for me. Well, actually, I just picked up the phone. Some, you know, the president gave me a call and said there was a need. And, you know, I said, uh, I never even considered being an athletic director. And he says, well, why don't you start <laughs> considering it? And, you know, I did and had a lunch. And six years later, I'm building a building with my name on it. Uh, we have 32 sports teams, 830 athletes. And it's been a fun, growing experience. You're talking about, like, uh Clamping down on stealing signs. So the proposals, a ban on in-house outfield cameras from foul pole to foul pole. Live broadcast, limited nice. to each team's designated replay official. Having all TV monitors, such as those in the clubhouse and bullpen, on an eight-second delay. What do you think when you hear these uh, these potential rules? Wow. It, uh, I never would have been able to operate if uh, those rules were around when I was managing. So, uh... You know, I I think um, shame on those guys who got caught to make this be a um, a major league rule. But if in fact, you know, that's been going on, and I can tell you that in fact uh, it has been going on, uh, that might be a good way to stop it. I'm just not sure that uh, you know everyone signs up and and puts their hand in the air and swears that they're never going to do it again. I'm not so sure if it gives you an edge that someone's not going to be trying to do something. Isn't it up to the shortstop or second baseman to try to figure out the signs? Well, you know, the, it, it is detailed and, um, you know, it t- takes an awful lot of trust when you're staying at, standing at the plate and someone's telling you it's going to be a slow curveball. You have to have a lot of trust that it's going to be a slow curveball <laughs> and not a high fastball, you know. 